For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to Nate Land. I'm Nate Bargetsy. Brian Bates, Aaron Weber. Uh, big shout out today to our friends at Helix Sleep. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they will match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. There's nobody on the planet like you, so why would you buy a generic mattress built for everyone else? Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com. That's up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows at Helix Sleep dot com slash Nate. Also, did you know two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35? Keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair with treatments starting at just $10 per month. If you're ready to take your action and prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Nate to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E ps.com slash Nate to get your first month free keeps.com slash Nate. Last one. You know, DraftKings is the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. And now you can get in on the action. Get the DraftKings app and enter code NATELAND. New players get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code NATELAND on the DraftKings app for a free shot at a million dollars. During week one. Pretty good. You get a shot at a million dollars. Just sign it up. Use code NATELAND on DraftKings. Welcome, everybody. So, I have been... So, this episode uh, is... Uh, I mean, you see the title. I don't even know if we know it yet. But <laughs> it's... Uh, but we, we, we were gone for a few weeks. Uh, we all had stuff. And so, we're kind of... Uh, this is just kind of... A, we're going to read some comments. A lot of comments, and then uh, just kind of talk about what we've been doing. It's kind of a catch-up episode. Comments question. and catching up. Comments and catching up. There you go. There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Comments and catching up. Uh, so uh, that's what we're doing today. I got uh, my uh, camouflage jacket from the Denny Sanford, right? Mm-hmm. Premier Center. Sanford Premier Center in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They gave me this. That's an awesome jacket. You've been eyeing it pretty hard. I know. <laughs> I love camouflage, yeah. dude. I used to wear it to open mics a bunch, and I got trashed pretty, pretty 
pretty regularly. I love it. I would wear it all the time. Yeah. You think you're just born and you like it like that more than other people or something? I mean, you're born that way too, right? You like camo like that? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't, <laughs> not, I have nothing against camo, but I, uh, I don't like, you know, you walk in a Bass Pro Shop, you're like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, pretty you much. love it. I want to buy all of it. You're going to buy all of it. When I was in middle school, that was the cool thing to have was a camouflage jacket like yeah. that. All the cool kids had it. That was it the hay bus ride y'all rode on. <laughs> was that was that bumpy or was it? How long did it take y'all to get to the school? Would y'all have pumpkins to sit on, or you just have to kind of? Is this in Alabama? Yeah, it's Alabama. This is Philip Rivers' <laughs> <was> new home. <laughs> this is what right? Hey, he got his first win. Did got his first that? win. Forty nine Dom- nothing. Dominate. Yeah, yeah man. Sportsmanship. Yeah, Come St. on, St. Michael. Go Cardinals, dude. Yeah, that was a, do- a domination. Uh huh. I wonder. If, I I wonder. Do you think he comes goes back to the NFL this year at some point? Like someone gets hurt and then they got to bring him back. That's what they but the asked football him. Season, oh, what did he say? They asked him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm never going to completely rule that out." Yeah, which yeah. is what you say when you're asked a question like that. I know? could see it. Like he probably is. Like you know, if it's they're not going, he's not going to come back for like a losing record. But uh-huh. if he's looking at, uh, you know, he'd come back for like, yeah, I mean, like a Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I'll go back. Like, and they have an injury or something, and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, which is very happens a lot. Yep, yeah. ha- could happen for the next couple of years, right? Yeah. And you yeah. said your dad asked him about that. Well, probably. I'm get, well, there was it was a big national news article, yeah. so I assume they talked about it. But <laughs> yeah. he's coaching oh, so the don't season know if as far as I know. That. I'm sure they've talked. That's yeah. very funny that you you just said that they they go they asked him that and then now we're getting to you go to, I mean I'm sure they asked him that no no he's oh, asking know. if my dad talked to him oh. I was like yeah I'm sure they had a conversation when they interviewed hey him. read the newspaper today it says you're thinking about leaving mm-hmm. you know yeah. but because we talked about that on here a week or two ago yeah you said he took it out of context yeah it was a misleading headline yeah. it was like Rivers said he's still ready to leave or something yeah. it's like, that's not quite what happened yeah 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 you know maybe he just wants that money from your dad hey yeah. he's holding out you see yeah. if the school can match his Millions of dollars yeah. contract, probably yeah. not. The school uh, goes under, and it's, it's Phil, <laughs> Phil Rivers. They have to pay him fifty million dollars, yeah. and they're like, "We just don't even have that money." He goes, "We better find it." Yeah, <laughs> raise tuition. Yeah, raise go. tuition. Everybody's tuition goes to one million dollars a year. Yeah, and they're like, well, "This is too much." And yeah. they go, "Would y'all want to win a football team or not?" The town goes under. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do y'all want? Maybe you get your priorities straight. That's what I, I got an offer on the table right now. Yeah. $50 million. <laughs> that would be very funny. Uh, yeah. So they get, we, we, I did shows uh, uh, this weekend with, uh, uh, this past weekend with Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, and I'll tell you about those in a second. But they gave me this jacket. I want to explain why I have the jacket on. Because uh, this is, this is an Aaron jacket. I know. You love it. I do love it. Did you, did y'all hunt? Never did. Yeah. All, a lot of my friends did. We just weren't a hunting family. We weren't a hunting family either. Yeah. Was that a camouflage hat you bought at that baseball game we were at recently? Yeah, that was more like an army camouflage, though. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's you the, know the different type. That's the kind that you would notice the difference. That's real tree. That looks like, uh, you know, it looks like the real woods. tree. Okay. The army camouflage is like uh, totally different. It's like to bl- they do it different to blend in. Mm-hmm. It's like squares. Yeah, this is like, you know, you got a real tree. That's why. So the animals it's are like it's called real that tree. Trio. Is that what it's called? It says it on a real tree right there. That's what that type of camouflage oh. is called. Real tree edge. <laughs> well, what if the deer sees? Well, what hurt me is the deer goes. 
you get there and he goes, I saw the Denny Sanford <laughs> logo. And you go, God dang gummit. <laughs> and you knew I was there the whole time. And he goes, yeah, dude, everybody, we've all been talking. Everybody knows you're here. And you go, all right, man. All right, next time. He goes, yeah, well, maybe don't wear the logos. And they all, you know, really go after me. As I, <laughs> something, I don't know. I used to have a deer yeah. peeing on the deer joke. I was just thinking about the joke yeah. where the wife's like, just let it go. And he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite lines of a joke. Yeah. Uh, God, what was that joke? Was it the peeing? It wasn't that. Was it the launching of the missile? Uh, no, that was... No. That was... I've had a lot of animals getting killed <laughs> jokes. But it was the idea that a deer goes, no, 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 I'll talk to him. He goes, let it, no. His wife said, let if it you, go. I was thinking of somewhere you could go and shoot at deer, pay a... I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> it's a great joke. Yeah. yeah. It's a great joke. Very memorable. Yeah. It's a very funny thing to be like the it's very funny to picture. That's what be when you listen to comedy, I think, is try to really picture it. That's what makes that's what we do, I think, when we come up with a joke. Right? That's what I do. Paint a picture. I pay, yeah. And not that I try to paint the picture, but as I'm telling it, I picture it. And like stuff is like so funny when you if you can picture a wife deer saying just let it go and the husband deer going no 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 he needs to know and then and then go back inside go i'll talk to him and then going hey man saw your logo on here it's very funny i'm I'm sure that's how people listen to comedy anyway they picture that's the comic's job is to make you picture it right you're good at putting human characteristics on an animal like having them you've got a lot of animal jokes like that where they're you're putting it like in our shoes, and yeah. if if they were in our shoes or wearing yeah, their shoes, they I talk guess. normal. Yeah, and the dead horse I got to witness firsthand. Yeah, right up close. That's how it got made. He saw through it all. <laughs> he goes, "That's actually pretty easy, to be honest." <laughs> That's what he, he goes. If you like Nate's comedy, they are dumb because once you <laughs> see behind the curtain. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. There's a couple, a couple screws, a couple yeah. flathead screws. You just screw those in, and then you're off and running. Uh, so let's start with some comments. Let's see if you guys like uh, the comment. This yeah. is a good. This is a comment heavy. So this is a proof of concept episode, right? Because people have talked. We talked about doing this for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People have asked, so yeah. we see what they think. If they're going to be like, hey, I like it. If they don't like it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who knows? Only way, one way to find out. <laughs> Money part two comments. Patrick Eversole. Nate referring to the water in Corpus Christi as the ocean a week after the Oceans episode encapsulated how the podcast has grown from the beginning. Yeah, it's the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, so it's not the ocean. Right. I mean, I think technically the Gulf of Mexico is part of the yeah. Atlantic Ocean. Oh, yeah, it is for sure. Yeah, I mean, if they walked in, if they showed up together, you couldn't be like, you can't make the Gulf of Mexico leave. <laughs> and he goes, I got all the things they have. But it is kind of funny. The week before, you talked about going to the Gulf of Mexico and how it's so different <laughs> yeah. than the ocean. You made fun of it, kind of. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I don't remember week to week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I go every week's a brand new week for me. Uh, yeah. I'm like a goldfish. Yeah. Ted Lasso, happiest animal on the planet, goldfish. Only remember 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. John Rahm said it, golfer this week. <laughs> He's a Ted Lasso fan. But yeah, they're, they're, it's basically, you know, they could hang out. Yeah. They hang out. 
Yeah. They touch towards the end of it. They're yeah, like, right there. they're all in the mix. They're bumping elbows right there. For I sure. mean, they're in the mix. Like, I would say the people closer to shore, that family of ocean, Gulf of Mexico is kind of like, what's it like? You know, ask the other one, <laughs> what's it like out there? He goes, it's big, man. That's what he tells the ones that's closest. He goes, it's big. I mean, they were all a wave coming in. So they uh-huh. came, they, they came in. Yeah. And they just get, that's where they go to die. <laughs> the waves go to die in the Gulf of Mexico. They that, come in through. I mean, that's there. what's going on with Ida. Yeah. Ida came in, the ocean died. That's what hurricanes do. Because the Gulf of Mexico ate it. Well, once it hits land there, it's going to die out. Yeah. It's one of the uh, only critique of a hurricane. What's that? The land. You can't you can't <laughs> handle <laughs> land. Yeah. It's the only thing that hurts it. It just gives up once it hits it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I don't like running either. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a lot of hills. <laughs> Brody Martin, I'm a special agent in one of the three letter government agencies. Mm. Mm. What CIA, is it? FBI, FBI, NSA, NSA, DEA, DEA. Wow. Fed. <laughs> <laughs> For some insight on your Secret Service confusion. <laughs> All the major federal agencies are located in most American cities and U.S. territories. I always get confused with the U.S. territories. We own some other stuff. <laughs> you know? You always kind of forget. Yeah. Isn't Puerto Rico ours? Yeah. yeah. We, can we just go down there? No passport? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Guam, uh, too. I've been to Guam. Yeah. I don't, you didn't yeah. need a took a passport. Too. I think I showed it. <laughs> Guys, I'm good. I don't think it was. we had it when I went. It was a long time ago. Before passports? Or or we didn't have Guam. I don't think we owned Guam yet. I think we got Guam after yeah, World War II, right? I'm a little older than you think, Aaron. Uh, Secret Service agent in Tampa could be investigating counterfeiting one day and helping to provide protection on a president visit the next. I agree it's weird that the Secret Service has protection duties and counterfeiting, but we all have strange things assigned and frequently overlap. I've used some clips of your podcast when I've taught classes in interrogation undercover operations. Uh, Our job, kind of like comics, is reading the room, engaging behavior to reach a certain goal, like like gain a confession, infiltrate a gang, get a laugh, etc. Body language, voice inflection, subtle movements all play into it, and comedy is a great place to observe those reactions happen naturally. Among your other career backup plans, lawyer, adjunct professor, golf cart attendee, you could all you uh, y'all could add a special agent to the list. Whoa! <laughs> I'm wondering, is it too? Am I too old? He says no. No, I could do that. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to be talked out of this golf cart attendee. <laughs> Did you think one day that a clip of you talking would be used in a class? An interrogation and undercover operations by the federal government. I'm pretty sure this guy's going to get fired for that. Uh, I mean, I don't. I can't imagine he makes it much longer. Once they once they track it down, if they're good, if any of them are good at what they do, they will track this that video clip down to him. Well, he gave his name. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, what bro, does it say? oh, come on, Brody. Dead coming, Brody. Goes now, Brody's sitting there. Are you? Mm. What does it say that they used to waterboard, but now they show clips from our podcast (laughs) to interrogate terrorists? Just me trying to get through horse divorce, and then they they have... No more. 
Yeah. And he goes, all right, I'll show I'll, The missiles are over behind that trash can. <laughs> right over, just right behind that trash can? Yeah, they're right over there. They're smaller. They fit right back there. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, you know, I get it. Like, because he's like saying you got to be, that being undercover is probably the, the, like, you feel like those guys just stink of federal agent or something like they like you know like they always say like undercover cops like uh donnie brasco like he had to go in like you got to go in and be deep or you know the departed mm -hmm. like you got to be so crazy mm -hmm. that we just talked about donnie brasco aaron's never seen it yeah no yeah it's great yeah. i watched yeah. it uh but it's uh i couldn't tell you i could watch it again that's got to be something i could go watch it again right now i don't think i'd remember and it'd be like it's the first time I can usually know I can start a movie and then I can tell when I go to rewatch it, I'm like, I remember too much of it. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's going to fade away. And then I'll, then I'll watch <laughs> it again later and know, Oh, mm -hmm. I could go. I mean, like Pelican brief. I think I could go back and do it. And I just watched that. I don't know. A month ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I could already, I could head back in. It doesn't, things don't stick with me. Uh huh. Well, some movies are like that. You have to be watching them intensely. But there's you know? people that always remember everything. Like that they can tell you every, you know, you know, I people don't like about the my Marvel take. And then so then it made me think, well, I guess I need to go watch them all. Cause I guess I didn't do it right. And then I always like to have something I can just kind of go watch. As I tell you that I won't remember it. Mm. But I think I'm going to wait till Harper's a, a little older. Watch it through I'll, with her. Yeah, I want to watch. Like, I did that with Star Wars. And, like, so it's like, I'll just wait till, you know, a couple years when she's like, I think she wants to do it. And then I'll be like, all right, let's watch. Let's go through this together. So I'm going to wait for her. That'd be fun. That's the fun part. Sometimes you look at these movies and you're like, I haven't seen them. And then you're like, oh, well, I'll go show. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. We'll do that. We'll go through Jaws. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't know if do Jaws. <laughs> like, I think it's right. Yeah. It's a little too intense, maybe. Yeah. It's it's a lot. The Shining. Yeah. We'll do the we'll Shining. Scream. I'm a big Scream <laughs> fan. We can go through that. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Brody. Uh, that's awesome. Special agent. All right. Wow. Do you have to go to school for that, I wonder? <laughs> I hope so. You have to know that... Do you have to not be surprised when you learn that we have uh, other countries, <laughs> other territories? Maybe I'd be unbelievable. Yeah, because you could fake it so well. Because yeah. it would be sincere. Because it would be real. Yeah. Y'all yeah, don't know that you bought Puerto Rico. You're like, where on, on a credit card? How did we buy it? And they're like, this guy's all right. He's not a cop. Get he's, in here. He's good. He's good. <laughs> and the next day, you see me running next to a limo with a thing in there. What's up? There's people over there. That makes sense that they have to when they when you go travel to town. You don't. I always just thought that. Secret Service came. Oh, that's your report to the other Secret Service agents. There's people over there. People over <laughs> like, there. Yeah, dude, we see it. Yeah. All right. Some sketchy. Well, if I was if I was gonna do something sketchy, I'd be in that general area, is what I'd say. <laughs> and they go, Well, you go give us more of that. I'm running next to a car. So no, I'm sorry. Pretty slammed right now. <laughs> I don't know what the point of me is any it's just to be if you're the guy running next to the car, it's basically you just wake up and go, you're probably getting shot today. Like that's <laughs> your only goal. Your only goal is to go to get shot. You just run next to that car and they're like, if anything happens, yeah. by the way, inside the car is so safe. Right. The safest car ever built. 
Mm-hmm. You guys mind standing right outside the safest car? Well, why is it built so safe? Because people might fire a rocket launcher at it. And we need to make sure that when it hits the car that people get killed outside of it. And we want that to be you. I mean, that's what you gotta absorb that rocket launcher. You got but the car is safe, right? Like why don't we why don't we just have on the outside of the car have another layer of safety? Uh-huh. So you have like you have a car, you have they're inside, and then another little window, and then those guys get a ride in that window and- that's super safe. <laughs> I like but they're like running in between it on the side. Maybe they give them a shield. Yeah. Have have a little shield. Build a little shield around the tires where they run. Yeah. <laughs> and a little back, you know, just something. Don't be throwing you just throwing me out. And, you know. I was I had to go knock on this old lady's door to see if she's counterfeiting five dollar bills yesterday. Now I gotta <laughs> run next to I'm sorry I'm not in the right headspace for this. <laughs> I think the president brings his own everywhere, but some of the lower level they use what's in that town. Oh, oh you call him Brody lower level. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you just said. Well, that's what Brody's saying. That I don't think Brody thinks of himself as a lower. He's a special agent. Well, I don't know that he's calling himself. Is he calling himself Secret Service? He's just in a three letter agency. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. So he could be, I mean, he could be the president for all of you. He could be. Could be. I just saw a thing, a documentary on Secret Service guys and. The main guy for Obama on Trump's inauguration, he walks out with Obama, like right on his hip, and they swear Trump in as president, and he walks out with Trump. It's just so funny. Like, that's like his job. So as soon as it switches power, see a former president. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just kind of funny how- It's been real. He's been his best friend for eight years, and then, (laughs) see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Yeah. I'm out of here. He gets, yeah. But I'd imagine- I wonder if they are best friends, like, you know. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I'm sure there's, like, some – I'm sure there's a lot of switching. Like, I bet there's a lot of – I would imagine they. you could be, like – I wonder if you went to the president, you could, could you pick out who is you're on your detail? You might be, like, I don't know. Like, well, I, I don't really see them, like – you know, there's maybe – maybe there's one point of contact. Yeah. You know? If I know – if the West Wing is accurate, I can tell. Oh, here we go. Oh, here, here we go. go. It's that you have Secret Service agents on family detail that will, like, accompany your kids' places. And those are people that are close to the family, and you pick those. Okay. Okay. So I, you do have a personal relationship with those people. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and there's a plot line in the West Wing. Their daughter goes to college, and they have to send a Secret Service agent to be her roommate all through college. Yeah. So they, like, talked to people and interviewed and found one that they liked. And I'm assuming it's accurate because it's a good show. When uh, when my wife was at Stanford, she worked for Condoleezza Rice, and uh, Chelsea Clinton enrolled there. So the mm-hmm. Clintons came to Stanford, met with uh, Condoleezza, and brought their Secret Service guy and kind of talked about the process of, uh, you know, he's on campus. He's walking around with her. Wow. So, yeah. So it it lasts for a while. And there was a picture last week of the Clintons on the beach walking, just strolling on the beach, and there's two guys, like, <laughs> yeah. pretty close to them, walking with them. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be weird. That every little thing you want, you have to, like, get these two dudes. Like, how much does it go, like, I just want to go running, like get ice cream real fast. And you're like, I can't like, cause you then you're like, I got to go get him. DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you get one before DoorDash though. But like, Sonic I, mean, I guess you would tell, yeah, I guess you'd have a guy that you go, Hey, I want a Sonic Blast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go get it. 
But but you probably want the experience. I want to go. I don't know, but it could twice. be sometimes you just want to go do something yourself because yeah. you're like, I don't want to get other people involved. And if you know why well, I gotta tell this guy, the little that I've had security of when you're doing shows, like when in Vegas, it's kind of cool. You a guy comes to your door. It's funny, they just come to your door right before the show and they walk you to the uh to the show. And you walk like all underground Vegas. I don't know. Did I talk about this? Like no. and you go, they come, they knock on your hotel door, and it's the dude standing there, and then you come out and you walk. And we go, uh, you can either go through the casino or you could choose where you want to go. But it's usually kind of tough to go through the casino because everybody's going to your show. So we go down an elevator and we just go the back way. And there's a whole city down there. I mean, like it's you go underneath Vegas and there's you walk by this cafeteria and it's got all this stuff, and there's another wow. cafeteria and like huge cafeterias. These hallways are I mean, I mean, you know, three times the size of this. I mean, you could probably fit our house in a hallway. Yeah. Like it's just an enormous house, like hallway, and like people are just cars, a golf carts running around down there. Yeah. And you're not like crowded. Like it's crazy. Just think how big a hall is. Yeah. You're like, man, this is a big hallway. And then he walks us all the way. We come up through the back, and uh, that's it. You could get as much security as you'd want. Uh, they like provide you that to the show, and then. You know, and I've you have it. I have it in some other like. There's other cases where you kind of just got someone near. You know, you just want there's just someone. Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't need it that you know. But it's like how much I've thought about though. Like when you're when you think like I want to go somewhere, I want to go run somewhere, and you're like, well, you can't just go. Like someone's got to know where you're at. I think when I taped the pilot, it was like I couldn't just be like. I mean, some I could, but I you have to tell someone. You have to like. They have to know what's going on. Yeah. And it's like, so, I mean, I imagine if you got that secret service, you just want to be like, yeah, dude, I just want to go run a Taco Bell. Right. By myself and mm -hmm. listen to the radio and like, you know, can y'all not? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure, I bet they, they do try to run off. Because in the stories of that where the kids will try to lose them and stuff. At least in movies. There's in a movies. great Disney Channel. I think it was a Disney Channel original movie, My Date with the President's Daughter. Yeah. Everybody remember that? Oh, it was a great movie. <laughs> the girls do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a great movie. It's a guy, he made, he picks up the president's daughter at the mall and doesn't know it's the president's daughter. And then he spends the whole night trying to escape from the Secret Service and hang out with her. And then, yeah. Or she tries to do it. And it was a mostly. movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. A Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah, like kids. Like y'all were all young enough. Yeah, yeah. It was a big movie yeah. when we were like nine and ten. So like we got, people got a little air in land. <laughs> been a while been a while yeah Aaron Land's Aaron, we got a new crew Aaron but... Land's back Aaron Land's back everybody's welcome Hillary Green we made it through two comments <laughs> Hillary Green President Lincoln actually signed the bill to create the Secret Service the same day he was assassinated you saw that coming wow that's uh, pretty crazy not quick enough yeah alright too soon Aaron <laughs> Lex, uh, Lexi Icorn Ecorn, Icorn. I go Icorn. Icorn. I went to college in an affluent Bay Area town and went to an ATM off campus to get to get cash one day before between classes. And there was a receipt left in the machine that read over six hundred thousand dollars in their checking account. <laughs> wow. I some of it, man. You ever look? You look at someone's receipt. Mm -hmm. If you don't like, you ever they leave it yeah. when you go up there. Or sometimes you see the receipts on top of the ATM and you're like, I just want to see what are we, especially like when I, like when you had, I mean, I would always have like $20 in my mm -hmm. bank account, uh -huh. like barely. And yeah. I, you know, I'd go cash checks at Walmart because they they couldn't tell and I would over 
charge my account all the time mm-hmm. for $20. $20 is so much. It's so funny. That's nothing now. But it's, uh, but like you, but you'd always want to just be like, what is everybody else doing? Like, and sometimes <laughs> you see someone, you're like, that guy's got his life ticket. Like, what is that guy doing? You just look at his, you know, he has like three grand in his checking account. You're like, what is that like, yeah. dude? What are you, the richest person that's ever lived? Yeah. And you just think you're, you're sitting there just trying to trick the A-team. You're hoping that this, the, it doesn't get to the bank yet. And they just go, oh, yeah, dude, I'll give you 20. And you just take off running before he's like, wait a second. Do you don't have that in there? And you go, I don't have any money. And then you steal the $20. And you pay for it, uh, your credit score for the rest of your life. <laughs> I used life. to be embarrassed about the bank teller. when I, I would have negative, you know, negative $8 in my account. And I have like a $20 check. Mm-hmm. And I just have to hand it to the guy, and you know the guy like pulls at my account, he's like oh jeez, like yeah. just sees I got nothing. He must just see that all day though. Oh yeah. And then what do you, you say? Know? Does he give you the twenty or he deposits it, and I get back in the black? You oh, know? I'm just trying to get above oh, you zero. Deposit, yeah. yeah, I'm depositing a check, but you know, yeah. anytime they pull up my account, I'm always embarrassed. Yeah, mm. he wants to be like, why? Just don't have a bank. You shouldn't be coming in here. <laughs> yeah. Just keep cash on you. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? Why do you have a bank? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if you that's got a good if, point. Yeah, all you're doing is paying them. Like, I, you're probably you're the Planet Fitness of banks, and the fact that you just sign up for one because yeah. you got a free tote bag, and it was camouflage, and you loved it, <laughs> and you couldn't say no to it. And now you're going in and giving them a twenty dollar check, just try to you got to ask your mom for twenty dollar check. Just so you, because that's probably where you got it, right? Yeah, your, your mom sure. gives you a $20 oh, check. Sure, sure. And then you go give it to the bank just to get to what, $12? Uh-huh. Were you paying overdraft you're up fees? 12. You do get over, yeah, overdraft fees. So you're losing money just by having your money in a bank. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm doing better now, but I was, I was trying to, uh, trying to establish myself in the banking I, I world. I got you. Trying to build some I'll be honest, I think that helps. I think it's a good thing, like to go through all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's stuff that I think about, where it just it builds your character as like a human being. Just to like you know, when you're a kid and you're 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 sitting there going like, I don't have money in the bank. I don't want my parents to find out. They're going yeah. to find out because my mom's can get in my bank account, yeah. Yeah. but I don't have any. And then you're like, well, I'll just deal with that later. Like it's just all this stuff. And, you, and that feeling of, I mean, it, I remember just having that, you know, I think of it a lot now. I fill my tank up with gas because I just, so much of my life was driving around barely with enough gas. Mm-hmm. And now, and, you know, it took, even when I first could start just affording to a fill, just, I could fill it up every time. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember just doing, like before you don't even go all the way because I wasn't used to it. But then you start going like, well, just put it, just fill it up. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that you're like, oh, adults just, they just fill it up like they yeah. that's what they do they just pay yeah and i would never like it was just that that was a, that was a big feeling for me just when the moment i could be like i can just put always just put a full tank of gas in it's just the older you get you yeah. start doing that stuff i mean when you're younger you could have do that too but you don't because you're you don't want you don't you look at like you only have this money mm-hmm. so you don't want to waste it yeah and so yeah. you just sit there and go like well i can just get five bucks was all you had to put in for us do you ever not fill it up all the way because you're bored standing there waiting for it uh, i've and thought about like, it ah, whatever. that's yeah, enough that's plenty yeah <laughs> you know. that's enough uh i go and i when i start it i walk in the gas station i let it run no i'm not out there mm-hmm. you that's do that i do yeah even I if don't, you don't need anything yeah i mean i would just just to kill the time 
<laughs> it's not like it's an hour and a half. Well, some pumps yeah, are slow, Yeah, but you go slow, in there, some pumps are slow. Some, you just go in the gas station and look around. Maybe you get some, they get a little Sour Patch Kid or something like that, you know? There's stuff in there. Yeah. And then you go... Uh, I told you about the comic who did that, and it didn't click off. Yeah. And he's just inside, and he just sees people outside running around like crazy. Yeah. And someone's like, call the fire department. And someone's like, get those cars out of the way. And gas had just poured out all over. It was, it was like a hazmat situation. Yeah. And... <laughs> When, he I mean, walks out with a blow pop. <laughs> I mean, that was basically yeah. it. Yeah. And then they have to call in all these people. And then at the end, they like handed him, it's like $290 for gas because it didn't click off. He's yeah. like, I'm not paying this. The thing didn't click off. But I mean, they're like mopping. Like they had to shut down that gas station. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I always worry about that, but I still do it. I drove away with the thing still in my car like last week. Really? Yeah. Tore it off. I got it, it. Nothing happened. It just it get, it just got ripped out. Um, I got distracted or something. I've never done that before. But I drive it, and then I just hear like people yelling as I'm pulling away, and I look back. You didn't and feel it, it. It was filled all the way up. No, you didn't feel it like in the cars you drove away. I feel it when it ripped out of the thing. Yeah, yeah. And and you still had to be stopped by people. Well, I, I was. <laughs> I was like, you go, 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 you go. Oh, let's put a new speed bump right over when you exit. Let's get on out of here. I, I just heard like the woman behind me be like, sir, 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 sir. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I like pulled out and ripped out of the car and yeah. it was fine, thankfully. What did they do? How I just got out. I was like, ah, that's embarrassing. She yeah. was like, hope you're okay. You do a like, little hey, five minutes. It didn't rip it off the thing. I mean, that's what a comedian does. <laughs> I mean, that's when we're at our best and yeah. we do something super embarrassing. We come out, we destroy. Yeah. Like, that's that's all we got to uh -huh. offer uh -huh. is you come out and you just try to be, like, super fun, yeah. funny, and everybody, like, laughs, and you try to diffuse the situation. That's what I did. Way. I was just self-deprecating. Yeah. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, yikes. Yeah. Tough start to the day yeah. or something lame, you know? Yeah. But it did damage. You grabbed it out and you go, "What am I going to do with it?" Uh, <laughs> you start taking drink. You're like, "I don't even know how do you, do. I keep it? Do I not?" You start. You start like, like a, like a prop. Yeah. Do they? But does the guy run out? Do you go back in the store? No. There's no. got. What's there's got to be more to this story. Like, so you pulled this off, and then you're just being like, "Yeah," and then it's not that big of a deal. So I did what you did. I started. I got it going. Then I went inside. Yeah. yeah. I came out. It was done. So it's not gas isn't coming out of it. Yeah. But I got yeah. distracted. Something threw my routine off where yeah. I just got in the car and started driving away. So I drove, it got ripped out, no gas was coming out of it. So it didn't break or anything. Well, it how just, much is like off? Like the whole black thing that goes down, the tube that all the gas goes in? No, just the just hand the handle. the handle part. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just put it back and put it back in and it was fine. Oh. Yeah. But I look like a moron because every, everyone around saw it. and I'm, So they made it now where it's like you can just. It's a breakaway. It's a breakaway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the way it should be, you know. Yeah. Maybe so I you just, just do it so no one even knows. Or maybe they do know. Hopefully they don't, they know. don't know. Hopefully. I, don't I think know. you did some damage and just don't realize it. <laughs> well, what gas station not. was this so we can go look at it? I don't remember. It. Shell <laughs> don't station remember. somewhere. You don't remember? Donaldson, Donaldson Pike? Station. Where? Probably the Donaldson? Yeah, probably that one. I know which one it is. The one uh, run on the corner, Donaldson Levin Road. Yeah, that's. Oh, I know. You know that show? Yeah, I mean, I'm from there. Okay, it's my town. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember that show got built. There, uh, it's a nice. Show. That's a nice gas station. It used to be. Used to be. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Used to. Now the riffraff yeah, just yeah doesn't tear. care. Yeah. 
Just got. They have to be told they don't feel anything. They just drive off. <laughs> Stuff's on fire behind them when they get home. Doesn't notice for two weeks. How long do you think it take you to notice? What do you mean? Like when you park at home, you think you could park and just not realize it for a couple of days? Realize what that the- that it was that it's in the thing. <laughs> what if you park like where you just kind of pull in? Where's I, your gas tank on the? It is possible. Yeah, it's possible. It could have been a couple of days if it was just in there. Is it on the driver's? It's side? on the driver's side, so maybe I would have saw it next. When time. you walk back in? <laughs> no, when car? I walk back out to my yeah. car the next yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. Yeah, sir, you're a folk. I know. Yeah. Let's go. All yeah, right. I got it. Let's go, folks. All right. Everybody says it. God, uh, we can't go anywhere in this town anymore. Yeah. <laughs> can't. Yeah. Everybody knows this now. Yeah, they know you because we're wrecking apart. <laughs> Uh, uh, God, what was I going to say? I don't know. There was something I was thinking of, but all right. We're into, how do we even get the gas from that? Who knows? What were you talking about? The receipt? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you, yeah, oh, then you drove gas. You stole gas. I don't even. Well, you talked about how you now have enough money to fill up. Yeah. Where you used to not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It wasn't much of a reach. I went uh, Lex. Oh, Lexi, Lexi Icorn. Oh, goldfish. Yeah, yeah. Reads yeah. again. <laughs> Welcome to Money Part Two comments. Uh, Spencer Sheffield, former bank teller here, to answer Aaron. The Secret Service is exactly one call away when a bank finds counterfeit, and it is required by law to call them even if it's a fake one dollar bill. Sounds like Spencer found out the hard way. And that's why he's a former bank teller. <laughs> mm. Yeah. He was the inside job kind of thing. Uh-huh. Counterfeiting those ones. Yeah. yeah. Scott Gwynn. A few years back, I worked in a convenience store, and this one person paid with $2 bills consistently. I thought he may have worked for a bank or something of that nature when a coworker told me it was because he goes to clubs for exotic dancers. The only change they would give their customers was in twos. Talk about maximizing benefits. Thank you, folks, for all the laughs and the good, clean fun. Uh, Weird. They only changed. They would give their customers in twos. So you can't throw $1 bills. You can only throw twos. I guess that's a good one to work out. Uh, (laughs) If that's the work you got to go do, that's not a bad one to go do. Yeah. They at least, we can only give you two. You got to bring your ones. (laughs) Yep. And then you got the guys that are bringing their ones. Well, I'll bring my own ones. <laughs> Rob and Daniel, Clemson football fans have been paying with $2 bills for decades to show their impact on the local economy for away games and bowls. Hmm. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's a good way to kind of make your mark. So the, so you can say, like, when you go there, you're like, oh, we made a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, for Nate Land, we want to be – let's all do $3 bills. <laughs> What's another weird number? Everybody give. What was it? You wanted a twenty-five dollar bill. I would love a twenty-five dollar bill. Yeah. Well, let's make it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got a former bank teller here. Yeah. Spencer. Somebody that, pointed I, out. Spencer probably knows the ins and outs of it. Yeah. And can get us because if he got fired from his inside job, and so. But if Brody's listening, he might be onto us. Well, Brody sounds out. like he's about to retire, he's so Brody might right want to be. Brody yeah. might want to get it, get in on this too. Yeah. And we could you Brody, we could use you. Your expertise <laughs> and tell teach Spencer about what he did wrong. And he goes, ah. <laughs> All right. What are you saying? I was saying, y'all. 
thought it was dumb that I wanted a $25 bill. But then somebody pointed out in the comments, there's a 25 cent, you know, it's a quarter. quarter. Yeah. So why not use the same logic? Yeah. For, for the bills. Uh, 25. Uh, so you like got a, you got a penny, a penny, a nickel, a dime, a quarter. Yeah. So it should be a one, five, 10, 25. I think cause there's a $5 bill. So, but there's a nickel. Yeah, but change gets broken. But you got changes like so different. Like it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Changes. I think you. It's change can be so, you know, just one to ninety nine. <laughs> it's just a lot of it. You know, I mean, it can. You need a bunch of different. So a quarter is like kind of getting it rolling. But and and like everybody, a quarter is like and a dollar's nothing. A dollar is like so. It's you can break down a dollar. You're trying to break down a dollar as much as you can, mm-hmm. but breaking down a hundred dollars. Well, I'd rather broken in five twenties than four twenty fives. Okay. And then you're gonna give me like a bunch of ones. Yeah. It's like when you get pennies. Like it'd be like you know, and you're like, just keep the pennies. Yeah. I take them. Bro. All right, that's fair. They, they say there's a coin shortage everywhere I go now. You know, Krispy Kreme says that. That's the only place I know, to be honest. That does. Krispy Kreme has a thing that says there's a coin shortage. And then I give them exact change sometime. Just when to help out? To, yeah. Well, when I'm trying to hide it from Laura, and I, wanna, <laughs> I don't want it to get traced on my yeah. uh, credit card. Credit card. So when I go pay cash, and then I have like to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, you know, DraftKings. Football is almost here, and there is no better place to get in on the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Football season started. The Titans are looking – well, we're very excited this year. we got a lot of hopes. we Mm -hmm. We believe that we can go all the way. Yep. Uh, So it's nice to be going into a Titans season where you're like, dude, we're legit. We can win a Super Bowl, and you're a team that can win it. And you can do it all with uh, DraftKings. Since the season's coming up fast, DraftKings is your one-stop shop to make it rain all season long. To bring you even closer to the action, DraftKings is giving all new players a free shot at a million dollars during week one. If you have not tried DraftKings yet, preseason is the perfect time to test your strategy, which uh, it's about over, but you can go look at it. It is, it is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at huge cash prizes. And while you're perfecting your daily fantasy skills, don't forget to check out DraftKings' free-to-play pools where there is even more cash up for grabs. Head to the app now. You can, I mean, that's what's great. You can go do all this stuff. I mean, half the stuff, they're on there. They can do free. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just go play it. It's a fun thing. Uh, I know my buddy Michael always plays DraftKings. Uh, download the DraftKings app now and use code NATELAND for a limited time. New players can get a free shot at a million dollars during week one. Don't miss out on this action. Enter code NATELAND to get a free shot at a million dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code NATELAND. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Maybe they'll take $25. <laughs> Did you know, uh, like I said earlier, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time of 35? <laughs> Did you feel it? That's about right. Guys, 
Give keeps a try. I think this seems so easy. You don't have to go out to the doctor and maybe get embarrassed. Were you embarrassed when you went out? You still do it every day. Uh, you can have the very brave. Yeah, you're, you can have the prescription medication delivered to your home, and it is very affordable. If you notice thin hair, this is the time to try keeps. This is the time when you should do it. Like my tour manager Travis. Bald. He's been bald since I, I swear, I think, since high school. Really? Should have. Keeps wasn't. I don't think they were doing it. Uh, he, he, that's when you got to do it, when you start feeling it coming. And you know. Did you know? I mean, more than 50 million in, in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. I have a joke about baldness where I say something about bald in my act now. And uh, they. And it's like, I can always, like, I always can look at the uh, guy. There's always, I, not that I point at a bald guy, but I'll sometimes have to make eye contact with one. <laughs> and I got to look at him as I. And I'm just like, uh. And then. It's funny. They have fun. Yeah. They're, they're, they have, you know, your people are very fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thank you. Uh, Keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both. That is pretty awesome. They have virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months so you don't have to leave your home. The treatment starts at only $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. Discreet packaging and proven results. No one knows you're doing this. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. I like that they do. It's like telling you, like, get on it now. Dude. Yeah. Like, you're going after, you know, you're seeing it coming. This is the time to do it. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Nate to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Nate to get your first month free. Keeps dot com, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Nate. And finally, Helix. We had to upgrade to a uh, Helix mattress because uh, we, in our guest room, well, was, this is for our guest room. And I, something that people brought up with Helix mattress, we do love it. And we say you go take a quiz, get your own, uh, get a, a mattress that matches your body type. And then we say we have all kinds of body types that sleep on it. The mattress we have, we did it for us. But I'm but I'm saying that it's like what's so great about it is anybody who's slept on it and they've thought it's overall the bed's very comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's extremely comfortable. But if you're buying a bed for you, obviously go get it matched to your body. That's the point of doing it. Mm -hmm. But just know that the overall bed, it's not like you get in and it's a canoe. You know, <laughs> it's like there. It's the overall bed's super comfortable. But if you when you buy one, if you know, saying if you go one for you, if you buy one, once you, you love yours so much and you have one in a guest room mm -hmm. or something, then you go, you could do your body again, just redo it. Anybody that sleeps on it's gonna love it. Yeah. And then you uh but get the one in your house, the one that's in your bed, uh, you take this quiz, it takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep performance to the perfect mattress for you every night. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else, even though you could sleep in one that's made for someone? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody is unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Uh, mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, Aaron. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. That's the one I have. Yeah, you have the cool down one, don't you? No, I have the, uh, the, plus. the plus size. Oh, yeah. Do you? You're not uh, a plus size anymore, though. Oh, when yeah. I got it. They, I you put were, in my height and yeah. weight, and they're like, you're going to need they a go. little extra help. Beep, beep. <laughs> uh, 
I took the Helix, Helix Quiz and I was matched with the Dusk Lux mattress because we wanted something that had the medium support. And I sleep on, I sleep on my side. I move around all night, so it's perfect. Uh, and fall asleep right away, which is it's 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 hard for me to do. I'm a I'm a I sleep with my head under my arm under the pillow too. Uh, but I but I sleep. But once I get to sleep, I'm very comfortable. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you are matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't even need to go to a mattress store again. Uh, Helix is awesome, uh, but you don't. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020, and by GQ and Wired magazine. Go to HelixSleep.com/nate, take a two-minute sleep quiz, and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give. You the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it for 100 nights risk-free. They will even pick it up if you don't love it, but I promise you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash nate. Helixsleep.com slash nate for up to $200 off and two free pillows. And Dustlux is a brand... Because uh, every time he reads that, people always comment. He was trying to say deluxe. But, no, but you're getting it right. Dusk. Yeah. Dusk Lux. Yeah. Y'all are guessing that I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I get where they would get that. I thought, where would I they thought get that it? for a while. Yeah. What? I, where would they <laughs> yeah. get that idea? <laughs> what a leap! <laughs> wow. The the jump that they took. <laughs> All right, 1990s episode. Here we go. Ivan Ramirez. So what's Nate Lane about? Well, they spent five minutes talking about horse divorce. That's a pretty good example. Mm-hmm. People love that. They did? That was, that a, big was a hit. Hit. That was a yeah. big hit. Did you see the fake business card that somebody made? Yep. On Instagram? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was really, really yeah, funny. Yeah, I saw that. That was very funny. Uh, yeah, horse divorce. I, I think when we got done, you're like, I bet that one's going to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Can't read. It's always like a... It's funny then as you sit there and really think about it, you get sad, <laughs> you know. You're like, "Well, I'm pretty good time, right?" And then you're, you're like, "But I don't know how to read," you know. It's like watching Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a fun movie, but yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah at so, its core, at its core, it's a tragedy. It's, <laughs> something's really wrong with. It. Joe Liss had a great had that great joke about that. Forrest Gump. I don't know. What His mom it? should not have let him enrolled in the military because he was <laughs> special needs. And yeah. that you can't, like, it should be a movie about how <laughs> someone should attract his mom down. I'm like, what are you out of your mind? Like, you can't <laughs> let him, like. Uh, Curtis Crow, wait, oh, skip to head. Master Craftster. Mm. I am the same age as Nate. I was looking forward to this one. The things I remember, remembered about the 90s are the Chicago. Bulls championship runs, the dream team, and the deaths of Selena, Kurt Cobain, and Chris Farley. I thought as a comedian you would at least mention Chris, but nope. And y'all glossed over how grunge music changed the music scene. Instead, I get 10 minutes on horse divorce. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know about music. That's, but I mean, I, I'm not, a, I've thought about it. I'm not a music, I'm not your music guy. I don't think about grunge music, how it changed. That's, uh, I don't know anything mm-hmm. about. I can meet musicians, and they. It's. It's. I mean, I, I feel like I'm someone that doesn't like sports and meeting an athlete. You're like, you don't know who that is, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't. 
Uh, you're like, oh, you're like he's the greatest guitarist or something. And you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's crazy. And it's not like I I appreciate it and I listen to music, but I don't. It does not connect music. I don't. It doesn't connect like that. Like mm -hmm. I I don't think I could watch a documentary on like how grunge music changed everything. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would find that. You saying Selena dying wasn't a big pivotal moment in your life in the nineties? Uh, that I don't know. Selena, I do remember it. I remember Kurt Cobain dying. Chris Farley, I yeah, I guess we've talked about we've that. talked about it uh, before. Uh, I can I could drive you. I was in front of a gas station, a BP gas station. I could I could show you where it was. Mm -hmm. I could drive you to it. Uh, when I, I'm not, I could drive, I've, I've driven by it and I'll You've think told us right, this before, yeah. yeah, right at the moment I go, that's right when I heard Chris Farley die on the radio. Wow. Selena, I remember cause her, the president of her fan club was the one who murdered her. If I remember correctly. Oh. And then J-Lo yeah. played her in the movie. Yeah. The West Wing episode about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, actually, you, do you know that bar right around the corner from Zany's in Chicago? It's right across from Second City. Yeah. It's uh when I was up there in June, everyone's like, You gotta go to this bar. It's like a famous comedian bar because all Chris Farley and all those guys oh, yeah, would in go Chicago? there. Yeah. Oh, I've been to it. They go there right after Second City. Yeah. And they're like, You sit in this booth, this is where they yeah, all yeah. sat. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I've done that. I I completely checked out when you started talking <laughs> at the top of that. That's <laughs> okay. You caught up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just I don't I was thinking about uh I was thinking about Selena. Uh, there's a statue of her at Corpus Christi. Yeah, and uh, it's downtown. Did you, did you go to see it? it? No, no, but I, but I, we, you know, talked about it. Uh, so there's a lot of Selena talk actually in my life. You know, pretty quick. But we'd go to that. We would go to that bar after uh, Second City, and so when I, I took an eight week course at Second City, and my buddy Michael, he stayed the whole year. Him and John, uh, we were all roommates. And they stayed for, I think, the whole, they did the whole year. And then I did uh, just, I did eight weeks. And then uh, that was it. Still talk to both of them. Really? That's what I mean. I always, you get in. I don't let you go. Yeah. I'll talk to you for the rest of my life. <laughs> have I met John? Uh, I don't. Because uh, some of your classmates Charlotte. have come to shows that we've done. Uh, at Second City? Not at Second City. Oh, you're, I was thinking about your stand-up class. Uh yeah he yeah they came to uh, I met uh, your stand up teacher yeah yes Jim Roth yeah. comedy college yeah he came to Wisconsin yeah 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 they've come see to talk there you get in to see what's going on I was in the Chicago Tribune uh Curtis Crow uh I don't understand why the people get mad about the horse divorce for ten minutes why was I thought it was only five minutes. Yeah, I know. It's getting longer. <laughs> it's getting longer. If you don't like if you loved it, it was five. <laughs> and if you hated it, it was, what is that? It was like 30 minutes of horse divorce. <laughs> How does that guy not think horse divorces? What do you, what do you? <laughs> that was the best part of the episode. Yeah. That would be on the best of. Yeah. Right, I think. Best of Horses are getting divorced. And it's more than you think. He's a big Selena fan. Come on. Curtis Crow. Speaking of horses, when I was a kid, our horse Sonny died. When a horse dies, you don't have many options. My dad decided to bury it where it lay. He got his buddy out with a backhoe, and they dug a hole. I couldn't stand to watch, so I didn't come back and visit the grave for a couple of days. When I came back, one of Sonny's hoofs was sticking out of the ground. <laughs> Clearly, they didn't dig the hole deep enough, but as a child, I freaked out. I honestly thought 
Sonny was still alive and was trying to get out. Makes me think of Nate's joke. I thought my dad had buried Sonny while he was taking a nap. Oh, yeah. Did the whole deep. He goes, let's get it. Why wouldn't you cover up the whole body? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Just a hoop sticking out. How traumatized he as a kid, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, you don't, I mean, yeah, when they die, you don't have, I mean, you got to, it's not easy. It's a big thing. A pet? No, a, a horse. horse. Right. You know, it's just a, it's 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 big, you know, and you're like, poof. You know, get out there and, you you know, you can't do it alone. You, I mean, you got to get a backup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. Casey Siminski. That was very funny, though, Curtis. Casey Siminski. Aaron is totally right when it came to kids making fun of other kids watching Barney. You never, ever admitted to watching Barney. I hate you. You hate me. Let's get together and kill Barney. What? Uh, (laughs) Was just unlocked in my childhood memories. Thanks, folks. Also, that baby on the Nirvana album is suing. Saw that. Saw that, too. Uh but I do remember that song. Yeah. I hate you. Mm-hmm. You hate me. Let's get together and kill Barney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would people say that? The kids were just saying that. Oh, we would sing that. It's yeah. like Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. It's like one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Those fun but little parodies. With the word hate and kill. <laughs> Someone commented. It's your speed. Yeah. It's a fun. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those fun kids. Like, uh, Smelt it, dealt it. You know, uh, y'all talking about murder and hate <laughs> as a as a a fun song. I think it's a little different. Y'all y'all rose the. I've never heard that, but that's I was Barney was past. I was already you know, I was out in the real world when Bar when did Barney come around? Early nineties. Yeah, I was. You're making stuff happen. I mean, I was thirteen. I was like, you can be watching that stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know the song Bare Necessities? I think so. I don't know. Someone said that... Did it change the music? <laughs> well, they think you were trying to... Last week when you did Supercalifragilistic, <laughs> yeah. they think you were singing the tune to Bare Necessities. What is the Bare Necessities? Well, I'm not going to sing bare it. Bare Necessities, the simple Bare Necessities. Oh, uh, maybe. How did he sing Supercal... How did he sing it? Supercalifragilistic, <laughs> XV, Halidocious... <laughs> Super Califragil. No, I would have. No, I, I know that because Harper sings that song. Lauren Harper sings that song. All right. I think. But maybe. <laughs> That's why I didn't talk about Kurt Cobain. Well, we just talked about the Nirvana to. baby. So. Yeah, the Nirvana baby. They got that, that kid suing. But that seems kind of crazy. It's like, I get like. I I, mean, I I you know I get like he had no say in it, but mm-hmm. it's like that's on your parents. Like you could sue right. your parents, right. I guess. But didn't he do an updated photo like ten years later and twenty years later? Yeah, I'm not gonna look for it. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh well, I assumed he wore clothes in the updated one, but. Oh. Yeah. Well, then he didn't do an updated photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I just I read a comment. I don't know if it's true that someone said, "Why is he suing? If he cared that much, why did he keep doing?" Yeah. I think he's Fair celebrated point. before, but then now it's like you probably. I mean, you don't know if someone needs money, then they're fame. I think it's hard to be like you're kind of. Uh, I mean, no one knows you because of that. You could keep that a secret for your, your whole life. Mm. Uh, you could almost not even know that was you if your parents don't tell I you. The, you 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 would you would have no idea. Uh, but 
I, I guess like it's look, I bet that stuff's hard where you're like, I got nothing. This is the most famous album, one of the most famous albums ever, mm. covers. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just seen the cover. Yeah. So you're the you're in the one of the more famous pictures mm-hmm. of all time. And you and you're and he's, he could be have no money now. And it's like so then I I, I, I bet that's tough. Are probably the same age. That could have been you. <laughs> could have been. Just sunk to the bottom like a stone. They could get the camera. <laughs> they could get the camera flashing in a quick enough. <laughs> Missed him. Do it again. <laughs> get him back up here. You gotta get a lighter kid <laughs> in there. Dig, uh, when Kramer goes and swims in the river. Yeah. And then that old man jumps in. He goes, he sucked to the bottom like a stone. <laughs> Ron Schick. Aaron saying Harry Meeks will inherit the earth was one of the funniest things of the episode. And it went flying over the heads of Nate and Borg- Borgio C. What's that word? I guess. I don't know. Bourgeois. Bourgeois. Oh, well, that's a very bourgeois. Oh, what a. That's probably almost the perfect spelled word. Because no one's going to say it that way, and you go, it's bourgeois. It's like, that word is meant to make that other person feel dumb. Is <laughs> bourgeois. Uh-huh. Is, is that's the whole... I don't whole, even know if I'm saying that right. I think... But I, I guarantee that, you yeah. that's spelled so perfectly. Because it's like, what does bourgeois mean? It goes, you know how you feel yeah. when you don't say it right, and I'm how I make you feel? It's, I'm, I'm bourgeois. Yeah. Isn't that what bourgeois is? It's like bougie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'm better. Like, uh-huh. how, how crazy is it? That word is exactly. So what's bourgeois? It's bourgeois, <laughs> and then you walk away and go. <laughs> yeah, and you go, oh, I'm sorry. You got a bar. I got a Barney T-shirt on. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know Borgagese. <laughs> and you go. It's bourgeois. You drink with your pinky up and gets bourgeois, <laughs> which is a hard way to hold a cup. Fifty yeah. percent of your hand streak comes from your yeah. pinky. Yeah. Why do they drink with the pinky? The looks- they just shake and they. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be proper sitting having dinner with the queen. I think it's those going, te- it's queen? teacups. Those teacups that you can really grab <laughs> with just uh, these. With just, oh, with those two. Just the pinchers, yeah. Yeah. But this kind of mug, yeah, that is hard. Yeah. It's hard to get. What is Harry Meeks will inherit the earth? I missed that. He's right. It went you know, over the, my meek, head. the meek will inherit the earth? You never yeah, I know that, that phrase, but I missed you I'm saying guessing, this. I don't remember saying that, but the guy liked it, so I'll take credit for it. Uh, I guess there's somebody named Harry Meeks, and I said he will inherit the earth. Okay, yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I don't remember it either. I don't know what the saying it sounds is. like. A joke. What's the saying? It's a biblical oh, thing. The, the meek, meek will inherit the, the earth. The meek will inherit. Okay, maybe that's the guy who wrote the alcohol book. Was that Harry Meeks? I don't know. I don't remember mm. that, but it's very funny. Apparently, yeah, yeah, that's a good well, joke. Aaron and Ryan like it. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah very funny. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron and Ryan, the bourgeois. A little too bourgeois gonna, for yeah, you guys. They're going to start their bourgeois with Aaron and Ryan podcast. It's, it's about bourgeois things, and y'all just talk about how Nate and Bumpkin Bread didn't get, don't understand what they're, you know, that's your whole podcast. It's, just, it's for the people that are going, can you believe they didn't know what that was? And they, Wes Johnson, I'm a sneakerhead, and I can say, Nate, do you, you, have a, you do have a great shoe game. Most of the time, it seems you wear Air Max 1s or Air Max 90s. To the guys asking about the special, they were the Air Max 1 graffiti. Oh, I'm glad. 
Love the show. While hiking in Utah the other day, someone said, hello, folks, to us. My response was, let's go, folks. Safe to say he was not a listener. Uh, thank you. Air Max One Graffiti. There it is. There it is. I never knew. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a good shoe. It's a great shoe. A great shoe. Uh, it's uh, Is it sold out? Is that what it is? Oh, that's like the... Buy now for ninety. Oh, it's only ninety five dollars. Buy used if sold out. Yeah, I just gave it to my nephew Caleb. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, same size shoe. Same size shoe. Yeah. And then uh, I'm a nine and a half. Do people buy used ten, shoes? Nine and a half, ten. People buy used shoes. Yeah. What's the average male's shoe size? I'll look it up. My guess is mine. is a nine. I think it's nine and a half. What is, is it? Yeah. Quick Ten answer. and a half. What? Ten and a half. No. Yeah. Five, ten to six, two is 11 to 12 and a half? Uh-huh. Just call you little feet. <laughs> <laughs> what size is your shoe? Like a 10. Yeah. I think I'm a, I mean, I thought it was a 10, but uh, yeah, I'm a small. All right. Nine and a half. I mean, I can wear a nine and a half. I can wear a nine in some shoes. <laughs> Here's a little pitter patter coming in here. <laughs> I have tens. Yeah. I don't know how I even stand up. <laughs> Just, here comes Nate. Yeah. Maybe that is why my 14 year old nephew can wear my shoes. Because <laughs> he's not even, he's not to there. What size are your shoes? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. What? Yeah, he's six four, ten and a half. What are you supposed to be wearing? Like 13. thirteen to twenty. I mean, this is <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> What's the source? We don't even know. We don't even know. Healthline.com. Health. Yeah. Well, they gotta know. Yeah, they sound legit. Uh, thank you, Wes. Ethan Williams. The only reason we haven't cured COVID is because no one has asked Daniel Rucker. I would agree with that. Daniel Rucker could do it. Yep. If he wanted to. Who's Daniel Rucker? My buddy uh, went to high school, smart guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, general. Oh, these are just some general <laughs> comments. <laughs> Thought that was a guy's name? Yeah. We'll do some of these in <laughs> got a, the general episode. Got a five-star general. <laughs> right? Golly. <laughs> See what he has to Let's say. Sit up straight for this one. Goes by the name Joe Ferreria. Uh Seinfeld was able to do a, a show about nothing in 22 minutes. I'm wondering if you cut out conversations about Let's Go and emails about how dumb Nate is, and maybe we could see a shorter podcast. Is there a Cliffsnote version of Nate Land in the works? Uh, Joe. <laughs> Spoken like a true general that doesn't get anything. Uh, yeah, there is a Cliffsnote version in the YouTube. You can literally click to... Yeah, exactly what it is. You know what, Joe? For this one, if you want a Cliff Notes version, we're gonna have it. Can we have it just be his name, and you can <laughs> yeah. click right to it? So, yeah. Joe, if you just want to hear your comment, you just go on YouTube, and when you click the info, yeah. and you're gonna see it all broken down, which has been like that the whole time. We let you skip whatever you want to skip. You want to skip comments? By the way, this is gonna be a pretty tough one to skip comments. This is the whole episode. <laughs> but the the title is comments. And so if you uh, – we break it down. You can – the Cliff Notes version is go ahead and yeah. skip everything. Yeah. 
I don't, we don't, I mean, I'm trying to make a podcast where I don't want to force you to listen to anything, even though you're listening to this podcast. I try to tell you, you can leave, dude. Like, go listen to, go listen to something else. Uh, so we're put his name. He's going to have his own time stamp. He's his own time stamp. Joe, I don't know why you should be rewarded for this, but I want to make a point. Is that going to be short enough for you, Joe? <laughs> Click yours and get out. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, <laughs> folks. Uh, it's so crazy. I mean, I, we have never our, our main. That's what our show. Our show's about. Look, if you don't, if this is not your thing, don't listen. Yeah, I that's, get it. That's what. Yeah, I get it's. Yeah, it's not all of our things. We try to make some fun, have some fun jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do they say call it Cliff Notes? I looked that up. There was a guy named Cliff who came up with a way for students to just cram for classes. And yeah. he, he just invaded, invented this, uh, I, don't know you, I don't know what you would call it, but like, you know what cliff notes are? Yeah. I, I mean, there's a little guy named Cliff who came up with the idea. He died a few years ago. Oh, did he get to sell them for money? Yeah. Yeah. Now, spark notes was big when I was in high school. Did you ever do spark notes? No, I do. We did cliff notes. I always, yeah, I, always, cliff notes. I always called it cliff note, but I looked this up. It is cliff's note. Cliff's notes. So spark notes, when we read Shakespeare, yeah. they'd go through and they just have it side by side translated to normal English. Oh. And I you, everyone hey, would just read that. Well, so what's a Shakespeare line? Read Shakespeare line in Shakespeare. Okay, I'll read. And I'll read the normal That will version. be air the set of sun. The sun sets down right over, right over, right over that way. Where the air is. Where the air is. Yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. the sunset? In the sky, you moron. In the air of the sky. <laughs> Upon the heath. Upon the heath? Yeah. Uh, it's a heath. Where's it at? It's on top of the heath. <laughs> Does he even tell you where heath is? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get the translated. Translated. What's a here. famous Shakespeare? So like, oh, let's do so it. So this is like Macbeth. We're reading Macbeth. Okay, give me another one. Okay. When shall we three meet again? In thunder, lightning, or in rain? I mean, probably not those times. It's going to be a bad time. <laughs> You're just answering the question. Yeah. Why? How oh, I'm supposed to give what the thing is? I mean, why would I want to meet in the thunder? Why don't, how about we pick a nice sunny afternoon? You know, I don't bring my horse out and all the muck. Uh, how about Romeo, Romeo, where art thou, Romeo? Like, where Romeo, where are you? Yeah. Where did you go? No, that's actually, that's not what it means. Why are you? Why are you Romeo? Where, wherefore means why. So why are you Romeo? Because my parents named me Romeo? Yeah, that's what he said. Why are you in this family that I'm not allowed to oh, be? Oh, I misquoted it in yeah. fairness to me. Oh, why are you in this family? Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? Why are you a Romeo? Because I'm not allowed to talk to your family. So why are you a Romeo? <laughs> yeah, why is that your... They're questioning, like, why are you... Like, he's like... Wait, is this two Romeo? Who's is it, this? Is this like a Karen? Is Juliet? Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that that scene was, she's asking, I wish you weren't from this family that's uh, rivaling mine. Yeah. That's what I thought it meant. Well, if she broke it down like that, he would have, they wouldn't have both died. Did they die? Yeah. Yeah, they both died at the end. Yeah. Well, that probably could have been solved. Maybe because they couldn't understand. <laughs> they, maybe because they're both speaking so ridiculous <laughs> words that they, they then go, 
They go, do you sure you want to do this? That's what they're saying. But it's going like, I shall thou kill myself. And it's like, what did he mean? I didn't want to do it. And he goes, I didn't want to do it either. Why were we not just saying that? Yeah. All right. That was fun. Scott Dunstan. <laughs> Scott Dunstan. <laughs> I work at a I work at a preschool do, doing mostly maintenance, but still work with the kiddos at times. While fixing part of the f- uh, fence on the playground, a few of the children wanted to watch, and I said, "Let's go, folks!" Thinking it was just going to be an inside joke to myself, but suddenly a parent picking up overheard and said. Hey, Nate Land. Hello, folks. Small world. Good stuff, guys. Keep them coming. See, that's what I mean with let's go, folks. Uh-huh. Like, it's, 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 you know, ex- like, there's no blend. Here's what I, I, I we can, we, we can be ready for the poll. Ooh. I think we're, it's we're, about time. I think it's about time. We need to do it. This comes out Wednesday. We'll put the poll up Friday and then, uh, we will, we record a podcast Friday. Mm-hmm. No way. Is that? But that won't matter because that's not coming yeah. out. But the next one, but we're having a pre record because I got to go out of town. Uh, I'm leaving Monday. Okay. Uh, all right. So maybe we should wait? No. No. God. Yeah, I don't know. We might have to wait. Well, we may. Uh, we can just wait to read the results. Yeah, but people don't want to wait. You know? <laughs> well, can't we just post it on social media? Yeah, we will. Yeah, because we we we're, we're going to post this. So you're listening to this on Wednesday. No, you know what? We'll put it out. This comes out on Wednesday. I say you, uh, we put it out Thursday, and then we will have the answers Friday. Because we got to record. Okay. We got to we got an episode. We got to record Friday that where I'll just have to come out Monday. Okay. And then so we'll give you the answers. So it's this week. You know, if you don't want to do it, obviously a lot of you like Joe might be over this. I think a lot of comments have been, at this point, we don't care. Just stop talking about it. Oh, we don't have to do the poll. No, no, no. Let's do the poll. Okay. Let's see. It can be three questions. Like, here's what I think. I think it should be, hello, folks. That's this. This, we're in hello, folks. And if we see each other out in the wild, I, I think it's whatever you want. Hello, folks, or let's go, folks. I think it's fun to, like, you can be let's go, folks, and you scream, like, that kind of thing. Like, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's both of them. May is hello folks is the response let's go folks or maybe say i'm a hello folks person mm-hmm. i'm a let's go folks person but we're all folks and we all get along so hello folks only let's go folks only or hello folks slash let's go folks hello folks let's go folks in the wild in, in the okay does people get that i don't think i get it not in here like in the when we're out and about it's your own choice okay. hello folks let's go folks you know does that make sense mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. I don't know if we have to do a poll. All right. We could, you do, we don't even have to do the poll. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's just. <laughs> There's no reason for the poll. <laughs> I think it's, hello, folks here, moving forward, we're done. You can still in your comments, you want to write, let's go, folks. Like, that's funny. Like, it's a funny, they're both funny things, but hello, folks, is how we will greet you, how we, we will start our day here right. in Nate Land. Uh, all right. So Joe, <laughs> let's read Joe's one more time. He make, he's making a lot more sense. <laughs> David John, this is off topic, but Aaron Land inspired me to lose weight. Mm. I'm 5'8, shoe size 12 and a half. <laughs> I'm 5'8 and weighed 182 pounds when I started intermittent fasting 10 weeks in, and I'm already down to 170. My goal is to lose a total of 50 pounds 
All credit to Notre Dame. Dudes in credit indirectly changing lives one folk at a time. Hey. I'll be honest with you, 5'8", 182, I don't know if yeah. you need to lose 50 say, pounds. It's tough to hear about a weight loss journey that starts at my dream weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but if he's... But if, but if he's not feeling comfortable and wants to feel like... 5'8", uh, 132? I mean, that's... that's This dude wants to be in shape. Yeah. Like, this dude, that's like real shape. Like, you see those UFC fighters. I mean, they're 150. Right. One, You know, and they're... Like, this dude wants to be in shape. So I mean I, I get it. I'm not like I weigh one eight. I weigh his. I weigh one eighty two, and then uh, uh, I I would love to get down to. I always say like I want to get down to like one sixty five. I would love to, but I mean I hit the seventies. I'm always like one eighty one, something like that. Mm-hmm. I fluctuate. Never weighed over two hundred though. Uh, it's my only thing. That was close. It's knocking on the door. It was <laughs> yeah. around the corner. I'd really? get I'd get lumped in with a two hundred group. If we all had it, they just kind of were <laughs> uh-huh. just eyeballing it. They would have yeah. been like, obviously, obviously, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they would have pulled me in. Hunter Wyatt, I have a friend who struggles with words more than Nate. One time we were at a meeting preparing for a mission trip in Germany. In the meeting, he asked, do they have any erotic animals there? <laughs> Ming asked if they had exotic animals. This was one of his many word fails. That's a good one to fail on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go, yeah, quite a few. Uh <laughs> Jason Pratt, I run a large behavioral healthcare company, and I've started using Hello Folks for every staff email. Instead of drawing out fellow Nate Land enthusiasts like I had hoped, I've received zero positive <laughs> feedback and have been actually been spoken to by the board on multiple occasions. I'm sure it'll be goodbye, folks, very soon, but I refuse to blink. That's so great. Oh, Thank man. you, Jason. Keep fighting the good fight, dude. People don't... Uh, People don't uh, – they don't like hello, folks. Like in a in a professional – it is in a professional setting, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's kind of too – I'm trying to see if I, I think could – like, I think I could get it. You're like, hello, yeah. folks. Yeah. They're like, what? Well, it's here. It's like it's a, it's in a – it's the fun joke of it. It's hello, folks. Like, you know, it's everything. But in that setting, if you're like, oh, this guy's the worst. Like you just judge – who this guy is, but kind of that. Yeah. But then you don't know this guy's actually cooler than you. Might be. You know, somewhere he's talking to my neighbor Felix. There's a restaurant called My Neighbor Felix, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> we just talked today because he said he got when he was talking about. He said he got. Uh, he goes. He said he, he was chubby in junior high, and uh, he got made fun of. Uh, he, he grew up in New Orleans, and he got made fun of, and. Uh, you know, for they, their kids were mean to him. And I was like, man, that's crazy. And uh, he went and he was like, he, they had no, he grew up with no money. Fam- I've met his family. His family's awesome. And they grew up, uh, they've all done well for themselves now. Like, but they, but they grew up with no money and stuff like that. And then he was like, I went to like a private Catholic school where we got to go for free because we didn't have any money. And I'm like, oh, so you're the poor kid at a rich school uh-huh. and you're there for free? Like, none of this, like, he didn't tell me like why he's getting made fun of. You're like, yeah, dude, that's why you got crushed. But he was saying he was wearing because he would his he'd wear Dicky pants and Brooks shoes, both very popular right now. Hmm. Dicky pants are, I, I the Brooks shoes I didn't know, but Dicky pants you are like kind of cool now. Like 
skate and a skateboardery kind of pants. They're like Walmart. Yeah. Work clothes. They're like off-brand car yeah, yeah. art. Yes. But it's yeah. like, but it's, but it, it, you can wear it and it's, it's cool now, mm-hmm. but it's crazy to think that like you could, like if you, if he showed up, if you wore Brooks shoes, I guess are super yeah. cool now and Dickie pants anywhere to school, they'd be like this, this kid yeah. gets it. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's crazy to think. And he was, he was before his time. He was before his time. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were kidding about a restaurant being called My Neighbor Felix. This is My Neighbor Felix, Mexican kitchen and bar in Denver, Colorado. All right. No one's ever seen him. We'll go. Uh, yeah. No one's ever, yeah. It's crazy. It's good food. Uh, all right. We're we still got to talk about our – what's is there any that you've – Let's do uh, let's do Doug's here maybe. Yeah. All right. And maybe one more after that? Yeah. One, Nate Blair, because that's – there's a Nate Blair. Yeah, we can do that one. Yeah. Uh, that's Laura's maiden name. Oh. Yeah, am I supposed to say that? Your wife's maiden name? Yeah. I get asked my mom's maiden name for, like, security reasons. Yeah, but, I mean, it might cause problems for Harper down the road. Oh, but, but... I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Obviously, I'm fine. <laughs> that's like if you, had, if you had taken her name when you got married. This way, yeah, this, way this is what it would be. My name would be Nate Blair. It's kind of like looking into an alternative reality. Yeah. Aaron, have you ever considered voice acting if comedy doesn't work out? Aaron. Sure. I would do he, has a, he can do some great voices. Maybe a couple. You can do voices? Yeah, but like none, not celebrities, just like people. Like, like what? Like people that Like if he was doing a character, he can do, he can do some really deep voices and some. Yeah. You don't want to do one? I can do like an impersonation of like a server at a comedy club. Well, how does they do it? Well, I don't. You don't know who they are. But just do a server at a comedy club. You sit there. And <laughs> well, go. it's not like a generic. It's a very specific guy. You wouldn't get it at all. It would. Could you do your friend Citrus? You don't want to. No, I don't. Want to. I, I do a couple voices, but nothing crazy. Well, I don't know if your acting voice acting is going to work out. <laughs> if you, is that how you go start every audition? I could do a couple of them. I would love to hear one. Uh, you're not going to know any of these people, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, this is an audition for voice acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so this one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Uh, Doug Harris. I worked in the Vanderbilt ticket office during my summers at college and worked alongside Nate's mom every day. Carol was one of the nicest people I've ever been around. One day, the ticket office wanted to get lunch at Rio Bravo and volunteered me to go pick it up. When I got back, apparently Muhammad Ali had walked through the lobby of the athletic department. He was making a surprise visit to campus for some reason. He walked right past the ticket office, stopped to say hello to everyone. So literally the best athlete in the history of the world decided to visit the one spot that I'm stuck at for eight hours a day and decided to do it during the 15-minute window that I decided to leave. When I got back and was unpacking all of the food, Carol said, oh, hey, you just missed Muhammad Ali. (laughs) I thought she was talking in code about me to our coworkers. And I looked at her perplexed. She repeated, you just missed Muhammad Ali. He just stopped by and shook everyone's hand. Nice man. Did you happen to pick up any extra tortilla tortilla shells? About a month later during lunch, I had this exact same scenario happen again while going uh, to get Nate's mom's lunch. This time it was uh, it was The Rock. Thanks, Carol. I brought my own lunch for a year after that, and not one famous person ever walked by. That's very funny. I do. I remember when Muhammad Ali came to, yeah, because I was a high school and then I graduated high school. My mom worked at Vanderbilt, 
Uh, people always ask why I'm a big Vanderbilt fan. It was we have very ties to Vanderbilt. Uh, Ronnie Bargetti coached to Vanderbilt uh, in the '70s, and then he was the color commentator. That's who you listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, my so my whole life so like we had him mm-hmm. and then my mom worked in the ticket office for a while so uh we always go to games that's why it's going to every game um i mean i could but then uh so uh let's read it i want to see this is a uh, kelly b van leet this is a very bourgeois name <laughs> the borga george <laughs> Kelly B. Van Leet, a little, is the B stand for Borga George. <laughs> There's a school in Brentwood specifically for kids with di- dyslexia, Curry Ingram Academy. They have a testing center on campus that typically tests kids, but maybe Nate should give them a call. My daughter is a student there. I look forward to laughing during Nate Land every week. Nate's dad was my middle school math teacher, and I have great memories of him performing magic tricks at school. I like everybody listening to this podcast, basically just people I grew up with. Yeah. Because, like, but it is. They're all wonderful people. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I've, I've, I've seen Curry Ingram Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I wonder if they will. Maybe I can go there. Just run in there. Maybe I can run in there. And they, they just do tests for kids. But I'm sure. I think I have the brain of a child. So I think I'll just be walking in line with all the kids. I don't know what we do. We go in. We come into the exit or something. Uh, is that what we... <laughs> How much does that joke got to get made there? Probably got to be a lot. Uh, Stephen Gramillion's pretty good. Okay. Uh, last one. Right? And yeah. then uh, my uncle once had my aunt, Stephen Gramillion. My uncle once had my aunt bring home two half gallon tubs of bluebell vanilla ice cream. Before she left, he started eating out of one. He ate the whole thing, then he got into the other one. About a third of the way through, he realized he was going to be in trouble. So he finished his second one. And then went to the store and bought two more to replace them. But he knew she wouldn't believe he didn't eat any. So he had to eat another half of one just to make it look convincing. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Mike. <laughs> Uncle Mike's my kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, That's so funny. He knew he was too far in, so he just had to finish it off. Go buy two more and then <laughs> dig into that one. Yeah, I mean, he just had to – I get it. Like, you uh, – I, 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 you know – I get that logic. Like, you're like, all right, let me go buy more. And she's going to be like, you didn't eat any of this? And he's like, and he's got to be like, well, she's going to know. <laughs> two bluebells. I think I could eat two. Yeah. Two gallons? Yeah. Well, those were half gallons. People come in, you guys are ridiculous. They're like, did y'all not learn anything from the Krispy Kreme challenge by what y'all claimed y'all could do? Yeah. Wow. No, I didn't. <laughs> I learned I shouldn't have done chocolate. My buddy Doug is my buddy Doug is going to do the uh, Krispy Kreme challenge on his own. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he can do. Yeah, he's like he got you know because it's the same logic everybody starts with. Where they go, he goes, dude, because he's like Doug's in a very inch. He's he, Doug's who made the the music that plays at the beginning of every episode, and uh, he uh, he's he's very in shape. We golf a lot together, and then. Uh, He's so he's like, oh, when I go buy Krispy Kreme, he's like, he says he could eat nine without a problem, like easy. But that's what everybody says. And I think everybody thinks they do more. But if you sit there and have to do it, it's like, yeah, I mean, could we eat 13 throughout the day? Yes. Could you? It's not that you're full. It's the sugar. Yeah. The sugar is too much. It just, it gets to you. It gets, it's too much. I don't think the sugar got to me. I think, I think it was just the sheer volume of. Donut. Oh, okay. Sugar got to me. So that was, was the chocolate me. that was all on top of it. 
But ice cream, I think I could do. So maybe we'll do ice cream one. Uh, I think I could be Sugar a problem. Sugar won't get to him with the ice cream. But no, I think I could do. I'd still do chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think I can just eat. I think I can just keep eating. I could eat. A gallon? I think it wouldn't even be a problem. I think that too. Yeah. I don't think it's that much. Yeah. If you get a big spoon, that helps. Uh, a little spoon would get it tiring and annoying. Yeah. But a big one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Doug, so I was going to so a couple of my things and mention what you guys have been up to too, just to catch up. This is the catch up portion yep. of the of the podcast. Uh, so I had Doug's birthday was just talking to him. We golfed together and uh, and tied my lowest round I've ever had. Wow! And we were it was on Doug's birthday, and we played. And uh, I was going into sixteen. I'm two under. 16th old. Whoa. Uh, two birdies no, and a rest of pars. And I'm like, this is about to happen. Yeah. And so we then we catch this group that's the slowest group I've ever seen in my life. And uh, they just were driving. I mean, they were going backwards. They're looking for every ball. Every ball went out of bounds. Like just – and we've already been kind of catching them for a while. But now when you get to 16, you're kind of past the point of passing them. And so – it's like I messed up on 16. I uh, is par three, just hit it in the fringe. I ended up, I put it off from the fringe to the green. Wasn't a hard thing, but it was faster than I thought. Three putted, bogey, 16. So I'm one under going to 17. 17 and 18 are both par fives. This is Vanderbilt South course. And, uh, and so I play, uh, I bogey 17. To, now I'm even. And then I par 18. So I shot even par, 71. I've done that one other time. Uh, but I've wanted to be 200. You want to say you shot in the 60s? Yeah. And I was like, this can happen. And the, I was like, if I just pour out, like, mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't have to do anything hero. And but it's like, man, when, you, when you're waiting on a group and you're all you're thinking about is like, I'm almost there. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I just don't mess up, yeah. they iced you. Oh, they it crushed us. It crushed us. So, but it was fun. That's great. But it was, it was a fun thing. Uh, also, uh, uh, I did shows through this jacket. I was with Jeff Foxworthy. I don't know. I'm reading it like I was with <laughs> that's his name, Jeff Foxworthy. Jeffrey Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, and Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, we did our, our shows together. We had the best time. Just such a fun hang, dude. We hung out so much. We uh, it was Justin Smith, uh, who I know y'all see a lot on the road with me. Uh, you know me, Justin, Travis, our tour manager, Travis. You can follow Travis on Instagram. I'll post something. He's starting to post some uh, pictures on his page, like behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff or whatever. That's cool. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, Jeff and Jeff's uh, Jeff's buddy, and we all like rode together. We drove from Lincoln, Nebraska. We drove to Lincoln, Nebraska. We stayed in Omaha, and then drove to Sioux Falls, and we're just in the car for a lot long times, which is just with comics is the greatest. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. just talking comedy, like. Uh, just it's it's the it's i mean it's the it's the funnest man it's something that you wish you could you know i guess you do you know we're kind of recreating it here i guess a little bit it's like this just trying to make jokes and like trying to be fun and like so it's a it's a little bit of it's it's kind of like this but it's just it's just awesome and he's like such a great dude and uh we did uh two shows and i mean they were just great shows everybody came out was awesome and it, I mean, it was fun. It was uh, a ton of fun. I bet he's got some incredible stories. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, he's been around. I mean, he's done comedy, I think he said 37, I want to say 37 years. Yeah. Mm. Uh, was it 37? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, something like that. Thirty-eight years. It's like twenty years above me. Yeah, and uh, and I, I'm at eighteen. Uh, so it's been around for he's been around for just so long, and he's done. I mean, and such a I mean an icon, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like just that name Foxworthy is just such a perfect name, yeah. and it's you just kind of yeah you just know him, and I mean he's just a fun fun guy. I truly truly had a lot of fun. That's great. So it was great. Was yeah. that your first time co-headlining something with him? Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you look at it like co-headlining, but I was, I looked at it as also like <laughs> I'm doing a show with him. Yeah, you know, it's like always weird where you're like, right, you're right. like, well, yeah. I'm doing it with Fox, right? It's like kind of still his. Yeah, <laughs> I we I went first, I went last the first night. Oh, really? Uh, but he was because he, I mean, I was like, I'll go first both nights because mm-hmm. you usually ask when you co-headline. Yeah, and I think if you're like in the same years or if it's like one of your peers and the fact that you kind of came up together you would probably just be like i'll go first one night you go first like that's what we me and keith alberstein would do when we would co-headline yeah in nashville and uh and with foxworthy i was just like yeah Yeah, i mean you gotta go defer to him yeah you're like yeah you're like you can do whatever you want Uh uh-huh he said he was he kept making fun because he wants he'll come do the podcast and uh so he kept uh him and justin kept you know he was like, oh, I don't know why I can't. Fox <laughs> was like, oh, you know, Justin, did you get invited to the podcast? We're going to have Justin on. We're going to talk about Oklahoma and then Foxworthy. But I wanted, I was like, come, if he wants to, if he comes here, I want him to do it. Yeah. I like to do it here. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so he'll, uh, if he comes to Nashville, he'll come by. That'd be awesome. But he's a, he's a great hang. Great stories. Very funny stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'll probably, yeah, if he comes on, we're having to tell some, like his, you know, I don't know. Some great like comedy stories of just like working clubs back in the heyday of comedy and stuff, yeah. you know, 80s and that whole scene. So, yeah, it was fun. Henry Cho told me a story about they shared a condo back in the 80s and it didn't have a door. I've heard, I've heard that. Story. Oh, really? It was yeah. so bad it literally did not have a door. A front door? Yeah. That's what a he front said. Door yeah. Is missing. yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> how did you yeah i don't know we'll have to ask about that yeah 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 i would love to know that <laughs> uh and then uh you guys y'all did some stuff yeah do you want to set up how this came about yeah so well what do we do we have that clip did you have that clip to yeah play yeah i do let have, me play that I just so i can have, be done i do have i also got sent this this was very uh very my sister's the one that told me about this uh, so if you listen to this, you can play. It's on uh, Heart to Heart, Kevin Hart and Jay Leno. Who is Jay Leno's top three? Give me a top three comedian. Top three comedian? Well, I, I like, you know, I do like, I do like all the comics. I mean, Seinfeld and I go way back. Seinfeld's been this fun. Amazing. Uh, you're terrific. Thank you. Uh, I like John Mulaney. He's nah, good. He's great. John Mulaney's great. Mm-hmm. This new guy, Nate Bogatze, he's really I'm good. Nate. Nate's really good. He's really yeah. good. Um, wow. I, I like yeah. Him. Top three. That's pretty That's awesome. It. Yeah. To be named by Jay Leno. Yeah. So uh, it's it's crazy. It's uh, Jay, like, uh, it was very, very nice and very cool. And, uh, you know, I didn't know. I mean, my sister sent me this to yesterday. But it's so he, but Jay, I've I've met Jay before, and then uh, Jay has called me. He called me after this last special, 
uh, and was very, very nice and just talked and like just saying how much you liked and stuff. And that, I mean, that's like just hanging out with Foxworth, like Leno. It's like these are the guys that you're like, it's crazy to get to see it. I mean, even like Kevin Hart, I've met Kevin Hart maybe twice, mm -hmm. yeah. but even like, you know, him just being yeah. like, oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. You know, you do think that you're like, I don't know. You know, I thought of that. Look, I thought of it like this. Uh, I did think about this this weekend. You remember the, the uh, different, the tennis, the girl, what's the tennis girl that mental health, she like checked out for mental health. Naomi. Like this is a topical. Naomi yeah. Osaka. Yeah. 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 Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then everybody was like, I get it. You're kind of like, then she came, then she had a Netflix TV show. She had all this other stuff. And I, I, I get like people being like, what are you talking about? You're checking out with mental health. And then I just heard her say something. She goes, when I did that, I didn't think it was going to come as big of a deal as it was. And I do kind of get that, obviously not on the level that she's where she's known and stuff, mm -hmm. but I do get for her, you, she is like, I don't know how powerful my, what I say is yeah. you like you, cause to that person, you don't, you only live in your world. Mm -hmm. So you're like, I don't know what other people like, you know, unless you were, unless you're like the Beatles or something like yeah. you would have no idea that you could be I, not in the comparison. It just, I just, I never thought of it that way until I heard her say that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I get that. Like I get, cause you could just think, you know, it's like when you do these, when I do shows and you go out and you think, you know, who are these people here to see? Cause you, it's hard for you to think it's you. Yeah. Cause you're, you just know where you come from. So you go, well, I, I can't make it. Like I'm not, like you always have that in your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you're like, no, this is not going to work out. You don't ever think, oh, I'm great at this, mm -hmm. yeah. and I'm going to be, and I'm the best. Like, I can make it because I'm the greatest at this. Yeah. Now, you could strive. To, you want to be that. You can do that. But you don't. It's hard to ever take yourself out of, like, to even see what your worth would be. And so, I like, when she said that, I actually kind of made sense. I was like, yeah, she's like, I'm just a kid playing tennis. Like, I don't. Right. Right. I just said that. I didn't think it was, and it's like it was on everything that's yeah. ever been made. Yeah. yeah. And she could be like, yeah, I didn't know, because she. I mean, she says she goes, I think, uh, yeah, I probably made some mistakes. I've learned. All right, I can't. That's how she learned. I guess I can't say just anything. Yeah. Because it's going to get kind of. I didn't know I had that kind of power. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Especially you blow up that fast. It. She was catching up to her fame. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It was. It, it just when she said it that way. It, I don't know. It just struck me where I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Like it's hard for people to think that because then at home you're like, but "You're famous," and you know, and not me, but like saying about her, like you're famous, and you gonna say mental health, like you know you're famous, you know, you know. But mm -hmm. to her, she like I, I don't know that I'm famous. Like I don't, you know, because she's like I still see Serena Williams, and I'm like, God, can you like mm -hmm. she's famous, uh -huh. right? Like who am I? Yeah. Like that's fame. Yeah. That's you know. Uh, so like they, you see it with those ways. So like seeing that kind of stuff too. Like you seeing those it's still Jay Leno. You're like it's Jay Leno. Yeah, I bet it's crazy. surreal. For sure. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I am the what's her name Naomi Osaka. Is that Osaka, it? Osaka. Yeah, I think like, I'm the name Japan, Osaka right? of uh, comedy. comedy. Yeah, comedy. That's basically what I was getting around to. <laughs> I was hoping you guys were gonna pick it up and say it for me, but you did it, so I'll just have to say it. <laughs> So, you have mental health issues. Uh, I do. I'm taking a mental. I've taken a mental, a long mental break. I still work. They go, that's what I'm gonna say. I take a mental break, and they go, "Oh, that's good for you." you go, no, I'm still gonna work. I just mentally, I'm not there when I'm doing it, uh, and it shows. Uh, so, you guys, 
so Greg Garcia, who we've talked about on this show as well a lot, uh, is a uh, created everybody. Uh, uh, my name is my Earl. name is Earl. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> he, would, he would like that. Raising he, hope. He, he created Seinfeld. Keep going. Raising hope. Uh, everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. <laughs> family Guy, I believe. All in the family. Uh, I think he's all the voices on Family Guy, but I could be wrong on that. Maybe he's just some of the voices. Uh, all in the family. He's been around for a long time. Greg Garcia is very. I told you about. It. He worked at Burger King, which is very funny. Did right. I say that? No. I don't know. I don't. I'd have to. He's gonna. I'll get him. He drives. He's someone that just drives across the country. Basically, it's all most of his life is driving across the country. Like his kids are all kind of. Some are living in other places, and and he'll just. I mean, he likes driving. He'll just be like, I'll just drive. Yeah. Like, and you're like, just take a flight, dude. Just fly and be, you know, regular. And he goes, oh, I am regular. I'm just gonna drive. Leave at four in the morning and like you know, have a 15 hour drive. Uh, but so Greg is. Uh, He's got a new TV show that he's uh, uh, wrote, and he wrote it, uh, and it, I read it. I read the script when he first wrote it. I mean, Greg's one of the talent, most talented writers I've ever seen. Not that, you know, and I've not seen a lot, so that's so there's maybe a bunch more out there, and Greg could be actually not good at all, and I'm, I could be like, wow, Greg's actually. So just be ready that I could come back with this and go on. Guys, I'll be honest with you, Greg – not as good as I thought. Had no idea what he was doing. Had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Had not a clue. Yeah. Uh, so, but Greg Garcia is also how I met Tony Kornheiser, which is one of my fondest moments I've had in my career. Another one where Tony came to the show and mentioned it on Shouted PTI. Shouted you out on the show. Shouted on PTI. Tony's coming to the show when I come to DC. Uh, so, because Greg worked on Tony Kornheiser's show. Oh. And then when he comes on, we, we can, his, his career is, was pretty cool. Uh, but so Greg got a new show, and so he he texts me, and then I uh, mean him talk a bunch, and then he uh, had you guys come out, and you guys will be on the new show, the new show, unless we we get cut, yeah, unless you <laughs> get so cut. bad out of it, yeah, yeah. But we were there for uh, you were there for three days, three days, yeah. yeah. Wow, I was there for two days. They filmed in Pittsburgh. The show's called Sprung. Yeah, you play. I play, uh, it's about a guy who gets out of prison. Mm-hmm. So I play a prison guard Yeah, at and the prison, and Brian plays... A serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just a serial killer. Yeah. I wear a Hannibal Lecter mask. Yeah. I'm already being typecast. Now I've never I, been yeah. in a show. Yeah. I have the picture. You want to pull it? Yeah, go ahead and pull it yeah. up. This is, this is the scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the... So Greg just wanted... I wasn't even originally in this scene. Greg was like, we got to get you in this scene next to Brian. So I'm Do you just... have a COVID mask over your Hannibal Lecter no, thing? Like no, it. that's what it the looks mask like... looks like. Yeah. He's got a... We can see a better picture. Like this is me and Brian right here. That's what yeah. Brian's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he made it look like a sleep apnea machine. Like, it looks like you got a permanent sleep apnea machine on your face. There were a lot of things that were like, is this a like a little wink toward the podcast? Oh yeah. I mean, he had a line where he said, "Folks." I say, "Folks." Um, yeah. In my line, and then I I get there the first day, and on the official call sheet, you get all this paperwork, and on the call sheet. They have Brian named as breakfast on the, on the call sheet. So it's like Aaron Weber, blah, 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 breakfast on there. So it was really, really cool, man. I was so nervous. Um, he was done shooting before I even got out of bed the first morning. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he was back by 930. My call time was 530 on, on Monday. Yeah. And then and 
Oh, sorry. Go I was going to say my scene that I taped was the first scene of the whole show that they filmed. Oh, really? In my scene, I have like three lines and there's two other lines. So I'm kind of. You're like a prominent player in in that scene. And it's the first thing they filmed the whole time. And I've never been in anything. Yeah. And I remember just being like, oh, man, we're doing this. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Here we go, dude. And uh, the weird thing about acting. You want to pull Greg aside and go, Greg, I don't know how to do (laughs) this. I almost did. Yeah. Yeah. Because we did it. I mean, we do it a ton of times. Yeah. And you just have no. I was like, I have no idea if I'm bombing. Yeah. Because nobody tells you, like, you don't hear laughs or anything. Mm -hmm. So I just thought they were back there, like, dude. We made a huge mistake yeah. bringing this guy out. Mm-hmm. But then I talked to Greg afterwards. I was like, I hope that was okay. He goes, dude, I would have told you it was awful. Greg's that. <laughs> yeah, he Greg's that like, dude. I would have been like, we need to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I felt That's good why about Greg's it. great. It's like, so Greg on our pilot helped a ton uh, with Danielle Sanchez Witzel, who show ran our pilot. And she was in, so she brought Greg in. And it was funny the first time I met Greg, she brings Greg. I don't really know Greg. I didn't know everything. And, uh, I don't look into a lot of things. So like Greg, like <laughs> he like comes in and like tell me stuff. I'm like, this guy, who's this guy I think he is? Uh, you know, he's like giving us and he basically rewrote the script. And then then you read his script and you're like, it's all pretty great, actually. <laughs> like you're like, this is actually unbelievable. Like you, I, I was just seeing that you're I mean, I really went in, I was like, nice to meet you. And he's like, he's gonna sit in with us. I was like, all right, dude, well, maybe yeah, okay. sit it sit towards the back if you don't, <laughs> if you don't mind. And then he just comes in and he goes, What if we do this all different? And he's, uh, and you're like, okay. Yeah. And then everything we were trying to do, we had a, our episode about spanking. And we're like, we might show the spanking or something. You know, has it ever been shown on TV? He's like, yeah, I did it on, uh, I think, Raising Hope or something. And you're like, he's done everything. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. where he's done, you know, Guest Book, which is on uh, streaming uh, as well as on TBS. Uh, and uh, so, but yeah, he he's that guy that would, in the moment, tell you, yo, this is, mm-hmm. you know, you all right? So once, yeah, once he said that, it, it was. I felt a lot better about it. But yeah. it was just so nerve wracking. And I think I was telling Brian this is, uh, it's my, it's me being naive. But I had no idea what I was walking into. I'd never been on a big TV production yeah. before, so I was overwhelmed by the scale of it. Yeah, of just it's like a whole college campus there. Different trailers, makeup. We had our own trailers. You had Brian, your own trailer? Brian and There's I. There's my inmate Larry. There, yeah. Inmate Larry. <laughs> so There's I another was, shot of the trailers up there. Yeah. You know, I'd done smaller stuff that I thought was a large production, but obviously nothing compared to, yeah. to what this was. I mean, the scene I'm in, there's like 50 extras in it. Yeah. And and there's like 100 people standing around the crew and everything. And I was like, oh, man, here we go. Like, yeah. Time to play ball. Tell them about the gun. Oh, well, which gun? The one that you got in trouble for. <laughs> oh, can I say that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I had a pistol. Yeah. And uh, an, an extra, this dude just walks up. He's like, hey, man, let me get a pick with that gun, bro. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a sign in the prison that says no firearms. He's We're like, in a real prison. Yeah. yeah. And he's oh, like, really? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, an old prison. Yeah. I think they. I think it's been closed for like 10 years, they said. Yeah. But this extra walked up to me because there's so much. That's the other thing I didn't know about. There's so much just killing time. Yeah. Like standing around and they got to reset the camera. So yeah. I'm talking to the extras. And they all had their own backstories of why they were in prison, which was really fun. You know, they're just extras like, yeah, I killed somebody, all yeah. that stuff. But this guy was like, let me get a picture of the gun in front of this no firearm sign. And I was like, all right. So I just give it to him. And immediately somebody comes over and is like, what are you doing? And I go, oh, dude, my bad. They're like, yeah, you can't just 
hand out guns, even if it's a fake gun. Yeah. Like, this is a serious problem. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, my bad. So then uh, they immediately took it away from me. Yeah. Yeah. But then they gave, then the next day I came back and they gave me this gun. So, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't lose my gun privileges totally, but I, they got rid of that pistol. They that give you a, a one that's like, well, if he's going to kill us, <laughs> might as well kill us all quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, uh, yeah. I mean, what, who died? Uh, Brandon Crow or there was that famous. The guy that died it was a real gun. Oh, Bruce Lee's son. Yeah, Bruce Lee's son. Was it or was it the movie Crow? It was the movie. Oh, we thought crow? it was a prop yeah. prop gun. And- yeah, yeah. And he died. Bruce Lee's yeah. son. Wow. And then, uh, so yeah, I think they're very like that's still you know just because it's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's someone probably in charge of that just that just watching you do it. Yeah. So he was done. Then I just had to wait. So I just got kind of more nervous just mm-hmm. waiting. And the first day there, I'm in my. Tr- trailer and just filling out some paperwork or something there's a knock on the door and i come in and it was greg and he was so nice yeah and yeah. it just flipped then it put me at at total ease yeah. once i talked to him by day two i was a diva i mean yeah i went coming out of my trailer <laughs> greg, can i talk to you for a second greg my character would yeah. not say it like that yeah yeah uh, greg my uh you want to be like what if i you think i get a hat no mask <laughs> Told the extras don't yeah. don't look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did one guy because I'm in those shackles and that mask, and it's so hot. And he said, "I'll take these off of you in between shoots unless you just want to stay in character." And I was like, "I don't even want you to call me Brian." Yeah, yeah while I'm on set. Yeah. So you, it was you growled at him. Yeah. <laughs> so that scene was was so much fun. We had to stop once because Aaron was laughing. I, I was I felt like so unprofessional. I was the only one that was crap. I mean, it was so funny the scene that we yeah. were in. That I messed up a couple takes, and Greg came out. and was like, "I don't need to tell you what you did, right?" I, yeah. yeah, I was dying laughing. He goes, yeah. "I'll take it as a compliment, but tighten up." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, and I. Just, oh, that's good. Because I yeah. could see Brian. Brian does a physical act out in that scene. I could see in my peripheral vision. I was supposed to just be standing <laughs> there. I was like, "This is insane!" And all the actors are so good. They're like nailing everything. Yeah. They're not breaking. Yeah, I just felt like, "What am I doing mm-hmm. here, man?" And then the next day, I had a scene where I had to start the scene, which was different than the day before because I didn't know when. Yeah. And there's a scene, I'm in my cage, and the main character sweeping in front of me, and, and Greg goes, action. And I just sit there. <laughs> and then after about five seconds, cut. He's like, Brian, you when I say action, you go ahead and start talking. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Greg didn't know what he was signing up for. And then Greg threw me some lines to say. Like, yeah. I memorized my lines over and over and over. And he's like, hey, how about after we nail those, then say this and then say this. Yeah. So that was like nerve wracking to me. To, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, gosh, what did he just say how to say? But I think I think I nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I remember when we were uh, just when our thing, like they'd come and throw you a joke and you'd have all these lines, you have them all memorized. And it's when you're actually shooting, you're like, oh, this can be go away yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't like that line. It, it's it's weird coming out of your mouth, like whatever it is, like it just doesn't feel right. Or mm. like it's not, you know, it was a very funny line, I thought. And then you're just, they're like, change it. Let's do this something. And it, that's hard because you're, yeah. you're like, yo, dude, I don't know how to do this. Uh-huh. And I'm, and I'm just trying to do it. So you had like three lines. Yeah, like we did it the well. I had two lines for the show, but then that second line, he told me to do it three different ways. Yeah, 
So Brian taped a couple different episodes. Yeah, I'm in, yeah. I'm in for season one. Two episodes. Oh, you're so. reoccurring. Yeah, I'm a reoccurring character. You're just one and done. Yeah, you just got in. Yeah, but yeah. you're an extra in another one. And then I'm an I'm an extra. He Greg put me as an extra in Brian's scenes too, so we could oh, yeah. be staying in there together. Oh, that's I didn't awesome. say anything in those. Yeah, and uh, Josh, well, he already saw. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, He's seen enough. Yeah, he yeah. goes. Uh, Josh Wolf, another Nashville comic yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah, and, him and Greg are buddies. Yeah, we had things. There's Josh and. Uh, Joey Diaz, he was in it. Josh yeah. Josh played a uh, an inmate. <laughs> yeah, but he's he did bad things to kids. Oh, oh, that's what his character did. Well, nah. Oh, I was, I was oh God, not Josh. No, <laughs> that'd be good. No, no well, the joke the would have been he go. But well, what's his character? Do? <laughs> <laughs> then that's the... <laughs> Josh is like the nicest dude. But it yeah. was, it was so much fun. Uh, there's another on the scene. That's what it looks like um, on the camera. But Everyone was so nice, and we had a blast. Yeah. Well, the tone is set. That's what is great. You know, Greg is that – it's the professional way of, like, when he comes to you and goes, look, I, I, get, I take it as a compliment. It's a funny scene. There's a part of him that is like, I'm, do, I'm, I'm glad that you're laughing. Yeah. But then, like, just to be like, but let's tighten yeah, it up. We, we, to, we have a – we're trying to run a camera. show. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to do this. And, like, I, so that's what he brings is, like uh, – you know, like I'm sure if if it gets crazy, then it gets crazy. But it's like, I mean, they the the tone of him is is how all of this gets done. Yeah, and then how what they get out of everybody to let everybody know because he's got to let everybody be like, no man, you can do it. You're you're great at this, dude. This is you know, it's like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome, man. He was there's Aaron in the zone right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> We weren't intermittent fasting then, were you? Yeah. That was within my feeding window, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this, was, this was your feed. You got I mean, Aaron was on point. He had yeah. his A game going. It's me at craft services. No, Greg was so nice. And to think he has hundreds of people and so many, and then to take time for us, he was just great. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was awesome, man. So thank you, Greg, for letting us be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, we will uh, keep all of you updated uh, when that comes out. We'll let you know so we can all watch the show. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah, It was, the scene was so funny and the script was funny. I mean, Script's I think it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And we were on idea. Uh, the first three days of the shoot of 51 days, they said. Yeah. Wow. So they're going to be there a while. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, when he sent me the script, I saw it before he, very early. And it was like, oh, you're going to sell this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, it was such a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it was, the script was so good. Uh, and then, I mean, look, it's crazy to see, like, he, I mean, he was like, uh, right when kind of COVID started. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's already filming. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yep. That's fun. Uh, all right. We're about to be done. You And then you taped uh, Howie Mandel's comedy I All-Stars? I did a Howie Mandel All-Star Stand-Up Spectacular. It's going to be on the CW. Mm. I don't know when it comes out. Yeah. But the lineup was, like, crazy. It's it's like this. I was like, I don't I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. It was like Ryan Hamilton, Natasha Leggero, Patton Oswalt, all these oh, guys wow. on it, and then just me. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. That's great. And I went right from there to Pittsburgh. So it's been a crazy, crazy a real week. Hollywood. I know. You both had some little, nice Hollywood weekend. Everyone's like, you sticking around? I was like, nah, I gotta. I gotta shoot something. Gotta shoot a TV show. That's the. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That's that, that's all you want, right. I think, in Hollywood is all you want to go. I'm, you know, that's where it's all about. Uh, I would always say that about sometimes in the comedy. Like the New York comedy scene was so great about it is it would be. You'd be like, you, and maybe it could be just the beginning of your career, 
but you just would talk about your jokes. Like you'd be like, you got anything going? You're like, I got a couple new jokes, but that's about it. Like, and it only meant jokes and you were yeah. just like, I need some new stuff. I, I feel like I'm doing only doing old stuff. And, uh, and you get to LA and it's all like, what do you got going on? You, you know, and someone's like, well, I'm writing this TV show. I'm writing it. Like it's all this kind of like mm-hmm. job stuff. And I remember you're like, that's no fun. Yeah. Like that's not, you know, it was fun just to talk about the jokes, like uh-huh. being funny. Uh, I was like, I'm just asking how you're doing, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. LA is all about that. But that's, and so that's, that's the perfect weekend you can have there oh, when yeah. you get to do that. And then you go, where you got to go? I'm going on Pittsburgh. Uh, you either want to be going on the road or you want to be, you're, I mean, doing that's even bigger when you go, I'm shooting a, Greg Garcia's new, you got a new TV show. Right. And you're like, oh, wow. And you're going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's like two days, two day shoot or something like uh-huh. that, you know. I don't know. I think I'm early tired. Know, <laughs> you, know, you just kind of play into it. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty yeah. routine at this point, yeah. but you know. Yeah, what it is. I went from Pittsburgh to flying, get- flying first class. Like, I'm driving. <laughs> uh, Greg didn't pay for any of that, so he made me. He gave me forty dollars gas money. So I just put. I don't fill it up, and I just keep the our hotel. Handle. Our hotel room. He had the handicap room, which I'm like, did Greg do that too? Like, I mean, yeah. Everything I wondered, like, was Greg behind this? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know. This show's gonna suffer just because he tried to make y'all's weekend just so, like, just too perfect. And they're like, these scenes are not great. He's like, dude, I've been overwhelmed with uh, just breakfast this morning, and then uh, Aaron got here, and so I mean, that's just been all day long. I had audition Uber drivers that I had on use, <laughs> like. Uh, all right. I went straight from Pittsburgh to Gutty's Comedy Club. Oh, yes. In uh, Greenwood, Indiana. Had a great weekend there. Great club. Sold out Saturday night. Whoa. There you go. I was the first one to sell out the new club. Awesome. Oh, wow. And uh, it's a it's a former Joseph A. Banks. So oh, <laughs> yeah. really? your green room is just like a fitting room. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be left alone, you just take the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great club. And There's a, a lot uh, of folks came out. Comedy Club in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, that I've been to a bunch. Uh, God, I'm thinking I'm blanking on the name, but uh, and I know those guys. That, uh, I don't know why it's. Uh, but it's. Uh, uh, Google the province yeah. Rhode Island Comedy, comedy Club. Club. Uh, and comedy, it's, comedy Connection. Comedy Connection. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so and it's uh, it's a bank vault. It's an old bank, oh, and man. so the, your green room is the vault. The vault. That's fun. That's what made me think of that. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, comic connection. Yeah, great, great club. Uh, so uh, you, had, you had a big Hollywood weekend, sold out show. You, you know, what'd yep. you do Friday, Saturday? Yep. Oh wow, a lot of folks okay. came. Yeah, yeah. They like came up and said afterwards, and yeah, Friday night's crowd was small, but I bet half of them were yeah. were folks. Yeah, yeah. And Saturday night, there's a lot too. Yeah, yeah. That's Look really at that. cool, man. You guys are going out and supporting. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm there in November. November fifth and sixth, I'm at Gutty's. Oh. So if you couldn't make it to Brian's, yeah, come see me. If you're holding out, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're waiting. <laughs> somebody like emailed me said I was going to come to your show, but I was exposed to someone who has COVID, so I'm just in quarantine for like a couple weeks. And I'm like, well, do you feel like you have it? Because yeah. if you think you're okay, I would encourage you to come <laughs> yeah. on to the show. I'd still come. Swear <laughs> mask. You, you have any symptoms? Yeah. <laughs> But um, uh, September 7th, next Tuesday, I'm making my Grand Ole Opry debut. So I'm excited oh, about yes. that. That's awesome, That's man. cool. Grand Ole Opry. 
And then you're doing that, and then your first pitch. So I'm going to throw out the first pitch, and then I'm going to try to run over the Opry afterwards. Have you got your plan? What's your plan? Uh, somebody suggested, and I, I, I won't do it because it wasn't my idea, but somebody suggested w- immediately walk over to the ump and like undo my belt and take my hat off like I'm being oh, tested. That's funny. That that's would a be great funny. idea. Yeah, John funny. Chris did it. He threw out the first pitch. He made a funny video about it. I got to think of something unique to do. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Do they want you to be unique? Or? Oh, probably not. Yeah. Did he sell it over the rooster's head? He did, and then he had. He did, did you see the video that he no. put out? I didn't know if that was on purpose or he really missed. Well, he probably will say it's on purpose, but I've seen him throw a baseball before. Uh, so he was, was probably trying to throw a strike. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I bet it was on. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought it was on purpose. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. This is comments and what would we say? Comments catching up. And catching up. Catching up. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, Tony Finau won also. And did you see uh, his after round meal? Yeah. That was, oh, yeah. I mean, this guy hangs out with you, I can tell. Oh, yeah. We went and ate. He ate good, though. It was that McDonald's. We, we, we yeah. ate yeah, I, I don't know uh, in Memphis oh, okay. when we went to go eat. He is. ate like, he ate a vegetarian thing. That's, like, but this was the after. You know, it just says right there. Yeah. Oreo McFlurry, large fries, 10-piece chicken nuggets, double quarter pound cheese, and a Big Mac. 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's – and some of the ice cream machine was working. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> mind-blowing. Yeah. I think for him, they they turn it back on. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's, that's – I mean, I yeah, – He's putting in work. It, he's, yeah. I respect it. That's like, you know how happy you got to be when you get that? And you're like, dude, this is the best. Yeah. yeah. The best. Yeah. And you're just getting to eat that. Oh, look. Yeah. He did great. He's awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it. Next week, uh, we will be uh, somewhere back to normal. So, all right. And then oh, I'm on tour. The tour starts September 9th, Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, is where it begins, and we will be rolling and going from there. Uh, So, yeah, I'll see you there. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.